Hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Strangers 62. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, we made it, brother. It's a makeup show, but we're here. Yeah, we did it. Thursday's here as well. It's almost the end of the weekend. We got all these uh, things to try for free, all these demos, and uh, it's good times. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Like, you know, it's kind of late in the week. You know, we're, what, four days late on our episode and we could have just waited a few more days to the next episode, but so much stuff has gone on since the last time we did one of these shows. Uh, I don't think we can afford to wait, Roots. I don't think we can cover it all in one show. No, and you said that as soon as you started looking at all the notes, you said, there's no way, man, I'm going to have to. And you actually, what that's it's a good time when you can say I had to leave out a lot of stuff because I noticed I was looking through the list and I was like, wow, this didn't make it. This didn't make it. But the good news is we're three days away from another show and everything that doesn't make it on this show will be on the Sunday show on Sunday. So, right. Yeah. We'll call this summer gaming season part one <laughs> and uh, we'll pick it up on Sunday with part two because yeah, just because it isn't on our show today doesn't mean it's awesome. There was just too much awesome to fit in one program yeah yeah there's a lot of good stuff i was just talking to somebody my last customer actually as i was rushing home um i was talking about uh vr to him and just some of the games like in the sony stuff we're going to talk about that blew my mind and and the companies that are doing some of the vr that everybody said wasn't happening for some reason and um one of them looked like kind of like infamous and i was like oh my god like i don't know man i'm just blown away with where we're at uh and what just got announced this week and what's coming in the future yeah man a lot of people uh coming out of the sony thing afraid and i had absolutely the uh the the opposite you know take of it now with that said you know i, I didn't watch it live i was at work when it was on live i came home and watched the replay and i knew going into it that they didn't mention vr through the whole thing uh, but, you know, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. What's worse, Roots, having them not mention VR at all through the whole thing or have them just mention it on like one or, or two things? Or have them mention it on stuff that you don't give a crap about like it's in the past where they're like, hey, yeah, we've got this. And you're like, I don't want that. Like at least everything that we've seen so far to me has been amazing. And uh, it just gives me high hopes for what's coming in the future for PlayStation 5 and uh, PlayStation VR in general. Yeah, man. I, you know, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm, you know, I'm obviously not going to recap all of those games, but there were quite a few of them that, that caught my eye. And I don't necessarily think that everything that I'm going to talk about today is going to have VR support. But man, if it did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, very true. Very true. All right, so we got a few in the uh, in the chat. We I see Mepper. What's up, buddy? Son of a Sparta says I'm looking good today. Well, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Roots as well. He says, uh, Spry guy. What's up, Radio Runt? What's up? Uh, yeah, you know I know that uh, Anthony's show's going on right now, uh, but if you would have asked me about it 45 minutes ago, it wouldn't have crossed my mind. So, sorry, Anthony. I didn't quite mean to go head to head with you here, but it's just kind of how it happened. And after I figured it out, it was kind of too late to do anything about it yeah because then if we if we would have waited any longer we would have been in yesterday's shoes and the reason why we didn't do it on wednesday would have started so late and the show's going to be a little bit longer than normal and um there's just so much to cover so we didn't want to go forever and too late so 
Yeah, an epic Lent jam-packed episode, makeup episode of Virtual Strangers. And I guess with that said, we probably better get on it, Roots. I hope you packed a lunch. Yeah, I didn't pack a lunch, but I do feel bad for Mepper who just tore his skin off his palm. That sucks, dude. Yeah. Well, oh no. Yeah, I hate that. Um, especially if it's your your main hand. You know what I mean? Because it just <laughs> it, it hinders everything. And we'll leave it everything. At that. Everything. Yeah, that's a life changing event, right? Yeah, at least for a few days until it like heals over enough to not hurt. So, um, um man. Yeah, yeah, might be time to get some gloves, bro. Yeah, very true, very true. Okay, well, let, let's get on it, Brutes, uh, That because, uh, you know, the upload event was just two days ago, this past Thursday, and this is kind of the thing we've all been waiting on, right? Uh, you know, the PS5, as we mentioned, came and went last week. No mention of VR, and like I said a minute ago, man, uh, I'd rather have it that way, because at least now we can speculate that there's going to be a separate event, right? There's going to be a, be a, a VR thing that Sony does uh, instead of if there had been maybe one or two titles that they uh, showed that were VR games. And then is that it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Plus everybody didn't freak out like they did in the past with uh, when a lot of it was VR. So yeah, I think it'll be good. I think there will be a, a second event and I look forward to it. Uh, me as well. But uh, this past Tuesday came and came with it was the uh, the Upload VR Showcase Summer Edition. And uh, VR had its turn. That, that was their slogan. Now VR gets its turn. And boy, did it, Roots. It was somewhere between 20 and 30 titles attending. Some of them surprises, many of them not. But uh, most of them looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah, actually the whole rundown. And um was that the one that was, I guess that wasn't all the, uh, the demos, right? That has nothing to do with that. That's just something else. That's summer stuff. There's just all sorts of stuff going on, but yeah, there was a lot of good titles there. Yeah, there, that exactly. There, there was, uh, so much happening. The summer thing, the, the demos, all that, that was on steam. And I think that that's still going on. Like if you go on there right now and click the, the, the steam game festival link, You'll, you'll see that they're live streaming like constantly on there. Devs showing exclusive footage of games you didn't even know were coming all day, every day. It's been really something else. Have you tried any of the uh, demos? I have them downloaded and installed, uh, three or four of them. Uh, I meant to try them out today before the show, but then uh, my kid wanted to play Sports Scramble, so I said, you know what, go ahead. yeah. I have actually have them downloaded as well as, but the reason for me not playing them is uh, I keep thinking about going in there and then I'm like, it's just a demo. And then, but I I want to check it out, but it's, it's going to be so short. It's like, I don't know. I just need to go in and try it. Stop, stop messing. Yeah. Around. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't demo like everything, like, um, like the, uh, mini motor racing X, you know, I got a good idea what that's going to be like. So I didn't get that. But then there are other games that I'm really interested to seeing how they turn out uh, on PC. Stuff like Paper Beast, stuff like uh, Now the Lost Eye, stuff like Blunt Forge, which which I thought was dead, uh, and just out of nowhere now we've got a playable demo of it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I need to get Blunt Force and I need to get Paper Beast, but I got the other ones like N A U U or Now or whatever it's called. Looked pretty cool, so. Yeah, yeah, it does look pretty cool. But we'll talk about that later. 
Uh, let's get on to the Upload VR Showcase. And the one thing that I was looking forward to the most, I've said it time and time again, was the announcement from Fast Travel Games. And as it turned out, uh, they went ahead and made that announcement before the Upload Showcase. Apparently, it was uh, leaked uh, one day last week. Uh, so instead of, uh, you know, keeping a secret that everyone already knows, they just went ahead and came out with it and told us about Wraith, the Oblivion Afterlife. And uh, what this is, is obviously, is the next project from Fast Travel Games, uh, but this is a title from the World of Darkness universe, uh, and uh, it's being published by Paradox Interactive, which is the owner of World of Darkness. And for those of you who don't know what the World of Darkness is, it's this overarching gaming universe that expands outside of video games even, but is responsible for some very popular and high-quality video games such as Vampire the Masquerade and Werewolf the Apocalypse. So, Roots, when we were talking about uh, these games, these horror games last week, uh, we were talking about how there needed to be a vampire game. And in the chat, Vampire the Masquerade came up as something with an upcoming sequel that people were really looking forward to. And little did we know that that very title from Fast Travel Games that we were wondering about, what's it going to be, was a title from that very same universe. Wow, that's crazy, right? What a small world. So are they, how are they going to tie it together, do you know? Well, uh, I don't think it's going to tie directly into those games. You know, I could be wrong about that. But what this is, uh, there was a game before and it was a tabletop role-playing game called Wraith the Oblivion. So it was one of these deals that you play with uh, cards, you know, at a table with your friends and a lot of imagination involved. Um, so it's basically going to be a video game adaptation of that. You'll be playing from the pr perspective of an undead wraith, uh, and it's set inside the Barclay Mansion, which I guess is a, uh, a known location from this universe okay all right well that sounds interesting and uh anytime i can see uh everything we're asking for it looks really good though right of course it's fast travel games but uh i just think the atmosphere looks really good and it makes me really psyched for this game um yeah man I, i've been psyched just seeing how psyched they are about it is what really made me psyched and really i was expecting something cool you know i was expecting it to maybe be uh uh, a, a game out of an old comic book universe, maybe, or some kind of uh, TV property. And then we were speculating that it might be some kind of a detective deal, which it kind of is. I mean, you're kind of taking that, uh, as, that, that approach in the gameplay. You're kind of investigating the afterlife. Um, but, uh, you know, never in my wildest imagination did I think that Fast Travel was going to be working on uh, a horror game. And I know from personal experience, you know, dealing with these guys and following some of them on Twitter, a few of them are a little twisted roots. So mm -hmm. I look forward to see what they come up with. Yeah, maybe it'll be like your a new here, here they lie or here your lie or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was kind of going back and forth with uh, Andres, their marketing guy uh, on Twitter the other day. And he was asking, you know, what's your favorite horror game? Uh, and I mentioned RE7. And I mentioned Here They Lie, and he said, you know, uh, Here They Lie was the first game I played on uh, PlayStation VR, and it was uh, amazing. 
Really? Wow, that's crazy. Maybe you'll start influencing games um, like the devs are making and stuff. You'll make your own horror game. Well, I sent, I sent them a pep talk, you know. I, I told them that they really needed to go for it, and uh, they needed to make people question, uh, you know, whether or not they've crossed the line. And I told them that they needed to send people to therapy. So uh, hopefully they'll take my advice. Yeah, hopefully. But, yeah, no, it looks really amazing. And uh, hopefully it'll be as scary as I think it will be. It's nothing worse than a horror game. And we've came across so many recently where um, we've even been talking about some that we've been trying to play through. And we're like, man, this is just not getting scary yet. You know, we want some, we want it to be scary. And uh, I just want it to be scary, Wes, for once or actually twice. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil scared the hell out of me. Still does. So. Yeah, it's almost like there should be two genres, right? There should be spooky and then there should be scary because I don't really feel like the spooky games are truly horror games. They're kind of something else, right? Yeah, no, it's just, um, it needs to have something like, I don't know, whatever resident evil seven did every other horror game needs to replicate. And I'm not the same gameplay or story or whatever, but just the way they did the, it was just really intense. And, uh, if you haven't played it, you should play it. So yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Ray Delator has joined the chat. Sloth Monkey, Slay Blaze, thanks for showing up, guys. We really appreciate it, especially considering uh, we're out of our time slot and in someone else's. So uh, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a quote here, Roots, from uh, Eric. And I don't want to slay his last name, but I don't think I'm going to be able to avoid it. Quote time? Uh, Odell Dahl. O Odell Dahl. Okay. So, sorry, man. I know I, I didn't get that one right. But uh, anyway, uh, he is the creative director at Fast Travel Games, and he made a statement saying, I am a massive fan of games like Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and Alien Isolation, and have always felt that the kind of narrative-driven, exploration-focused horror these titles deliver would be perfect for VR. So uh, here we have him dropping a couple of names, a couple of well-known titles alien isolation of course legendary among vr gamers for uh being one of the best horror experiences in vr even if it isn't officially supported and then we have uh this amnesia the dark descent which i haven't played before but i know that most of us have it because uh epic games gave it away not that long ago and i believe you already had it in your library roots yeah i do have it actually and i uh a friend get gifted it to me i don't know if i've played too much through it um, but I'm still, I'm still blown away that how you haven't played through that other game you just mentioned, um, and uh, needs to happen soon. We're, you know, we're just talking about it, you know. Uh, well, I'm debating it. You know, we've got Monday show coming up next week, and I was thinking that we would switch back and do a mod, you know. Mm. And uh, I, I'm trying to decide whether or not we should do Alien Isolation or should we do GTA Five. I really want to play both of them. Uh, I know that a couple of our community members really want me to do the uh, Alien Isolation. It's easier uh, so. easier to set that mod up. You just drag it over and it's done. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> say, that it's like uh, like the easiest mod to install ever. Yeah, it's literally just dragging the file into a folder and then that's it. Whereas uh, GTA 5 is not hard, but it can be difficult. Like you can have issues happen, but... Uh, I don't know. You know, what we could do is we could put it up for a vote in the uh, Discord and just kind of do a poll and see what they want us to 
play or i guess i don't know you or us or i don't know what if i'll be doing the same one or what we're going to decide but um be interesting yeah yeah so absolutely if uh if you want to put in your two cents and you have not yet joined our discord you will find an invitation in the description down below uh join the community and join the conversation yep uh so anyway roots rate the oblivion afterlife even though that they didn't uh uh, they didn't announce it during the upload showcase. Uh, they did come to the upload showcase and they brought uh, some very early pre-alpha development footage. Um, and, and there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, they called it gameplay footage, but what it really was was um, scenes in the game, level design. And uh, I mean, to no surprise, you know, you know how talented those guys are. Everything looked absolutely creepy and absolutely beautiful. Yeah, well, it's funny because you said you weren't expecting a horror game from them, but, like, I kind of almost we should have been because it wasn't one of the genres they had hit yet because I, I think they're trying to prove to everybody we can do it all, and they seem to be doing it all. Every time they, they do one, a different one, it's amazing. So uh, I really look forward to seeing what they can do with horror. Yeah, man, I really, like I said, I, 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 quite a few of those dudes over there are cool dudes who share similar tastes and interests uh, with me. Uh, so I, honestly, I think that they were all like, you know what we should do next after this little cutesy, uh, uh, you know, the tale of the curious pets. What was the word that everyone charming. uses to describe that one? It's charming. Yeah. This charming little uh, uh, narrative-driven experience. You know what we should do next? We should do... A terrifying horror game and then how they went from that to landing obviously a, a very popular franchise and being and making the first vr game um to come from that franchise uh i mean it really speaks uh volumes about their team that they've got going on over there not only from a, a pr standpoint but a development standpoint uh a rising group they have over there and they're already one of the best in vr yeah absolutely uh but anyway um we're going to see more from afterlife uh when it's going to be fully revealed with a gameplay trailer during gamescom uh which starts august 27th and for those of you wondering fast travel says the game is coming to quote all major vr platforms uh, which includes, obviously, PlayStation VR, as well as Oculus Quest. Nice. So everybody gets in on this fun. It's awesome. Yeah, man. And, you know, it was funny. We used to joke about 2020 being the year of cyberpunk. I think it's going to go down as the year of horror because, I mean, we've already gotten a, a handful of really cool horror titles. But, we, I mean, we still have this coming. We've got Cosmophobia coming, Desolation. Uh, just a ton uh, of great-looking uh, VR horror games still yet to come. Yeah. Yeah, and the biggest one coming to the PlayStation, man, I don't know. Does it come this year or is it next year? Uh, I think it'll be early next year, but they haven't announced. It could launch with the PlayStation 5, uh, which would land it right around November. Uh, but I, I think it'll be early next year, if I had to guess. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. Did you pick up your copy of Last of Us 2? I saw it's out there and available. <laughs> <laughs> no i did not but uh i think it's funny roots on uh on launch day over seven thousand reviews had already been posted on the sony uh psn 
uh, store page for it, which is amazing that that many people got their hands on it before it even launched. But, what do you think about they, that? Were they all positive reviews? Oh yeah, very a whole lot of five star reviews in there. That's that's <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Little little uh, little fishy. Yeah, that'll be it'll be interesting to hear what the reddits and what people actually say uh maybe people will love it but i'm i'm guessing you're going to be right and it's going to go down as uh as a shit show so <laughs> agreed uh ray delator says i was disappointed when they didn't show much footage from uh the walking dead onslaught you know uh me too in a way but i kind of get it and we're going to talk about that one here in a few minutes but i kind of understand what they're doing now we we've questioned question them publicly many times on this show what are you doing what are you doing i think they kind of gave us a pretty good hint as to what they're doing but uh we'll talk about that one in a minute uh next i want to talk about uh, a pretty big surprise for me uh trial by ting made an appearance on the upload showcase and this was one that got a uh, a reveal trailer for ever ago and we all thought it looked cool we all thought it looked beautiful uh of course as we all know this comes from the uh developers of form and uh, twilight path um but it just kind of disappeared after they uh released that initial trailer and we haven't heard anything about it since and then all of a sudden during the upload summer showcase uh we have a full-blown uh teaser trailer for it and uh you know, I think this thing looks pretty friggin' cool. What about you, Roots? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It reminds me of at least some of the, the areas. I don't know if you ever went on uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the, the ride at Disneyland. Um, I don't think they had it at Disney World. Maybe they did, but um, it just some of the world. I don't know. I, I just, it. there's so much of the, the graphics in this um, type of uh, environment that I can see in um, being able to, to ride those rides. I keep going back to that. I want to go to Disney in, in VR, but... No, I think it looks amazing, and I think the other games uh, proved that they were good. They had good puzzles, and this envi these environments look amazing, don't they? Yeah, man. This game looks like it has uh, a whole lot of attitude, doesn't it? It looks, it looks funny. It looks funny. And the funny thing about that is it's set in hell. Uh, if you can pull off comedy from hell, uh, it's a very unique genre, and when it works, it's, it's uh, pretty good. So... Uh... Cyberpunk got delayed. Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. So Radio uh, I just now that. heard it from uh, Radio Room there. Yeah, I think uh, that, I think that was no was before November. Oh, okay, so it got pushed back a couple months. I wonder what the uh, the reason is. I won't even speculate. I don't want our stream to get cut. Now that we I don't know, man, but I know I know that that game looks so awesome and detailed, and there's so much stuff going on in it. It doesn't really surprise me. Uh, I, it would probably uh, I mean, if they're pushing it back to November, I'm assuming that they want to launch it as a next-gen title because that's when the next-gen consoles are going to come. They're going to come in November. Mm. Um, so I imagine that they're going to launch it as a, uh, a cross-generation game uh, so you can get it on the new systems or the old ones. Uh, but I imagine that they just wanted to kind of pack it in with those new consoles and kind of piggyback off of all that hype. Ah, cool. Anyway, uh, Trial by Ting, uh, the new trailer plays out like a 
satirical tourism ad from hell, which is where the mm. game is set. Uh, it's a VR puzzle title, but with an unusual theme. Uh, you'll be solving puzzles and running through gameplay that helps you to work off your karmic debt. So, Roots, if you're one of these people who are burning in hell because you continue to abuse the Steam refund policy, mm. uh, you're going to be able to work off some of that karmic debt by doing uh, doing some odd jobs down in hell. That is true. Remember, Anthony did that episode, talked about that. There is karma. He says that, you know, if you... You never know, man. You don't want to piss people off and, and do bad things and have to work it off in this game. So, so, Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you get for taking food off of that game developer's table, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is a steal, I guess. You don't want to refund it. I would never refund it just to play it and refund it, but if I don't like a game, I still stand by it. If you don't want me to refund your game, make it good. If you Exactly. Uh, you know. I mean, if you're going to run a platform like Steam... Where you just let just anybody publish their game, you know anybody can publish on Steam. Uh, you have to have some sort of a failsafe in place to, uh, uh, you know, account for all the bloatware and crap that they allow on there. And uh, yeah, I'm like you. I don't feel it. I've never refunded a game. Uh, I'm always very careful about what I buy. But mm. trust me, if I had to, I I would not feel bad about it in the least. Yeah, I've, I've refunded a couple. I usually don't. Uh, not to anyway. That reminds me, and I, I'm kind of curious how you stand on this. You know, I was on Twitter yesterday, and uh, some advertising firm uh, had signed some $7 million deal to place non-intrusive ads into VR games. No. And, uh, you know, people were kind of roasting it on Twitter, like, oh, great, they're, now they're going to ruin our VR games. Um but it got me thinking, man. Uh, they said non-intrusive, first of all. And second of all, that's $7 million in some developer's pocket that might really need it. So uh, where do you fall on that? Ads in your, your VR games? I think it's a slippery slope. And I think all of a sudden we end up with uh, all, who knows what, man. Like it just recently, okay, Twitch has been doing weird stuff. If you're not subscribed to the channel, like they're, they just start in the middle. You just, they'll send you to ads and everyone else is still seeing what's going on. It's just something different I've never seen before, and uh, I don't like it. And I'm just watching somebody's gameplay. I can't imagine being the, in the middle of gameplay and having to stop and watch this Nike ad or something where they're, you know, lecturing me about something. Uh, you know, and it always starts as non-obtrusive. And what is non-obtrusive and whose definition is of it? You know what I mean? Um, I just, uh, just as soon leave it out. But Well, well here's the thing. Um We've seen it before. And then this is the ironic thing about it is one of the people that were kind of chiming in on it and, and roasting it was uh, Blair Renaud, the uh, the developer behind Lo-Fi and Technolust. Mm. But if anyone of you out there have played Technolust before, there's ads in Technolust. <laughs> you know, they're non-intrusive ads. They're really cool looking and they didn't put me off at all. But there are origin computers all through Technolust, and there are uh, game. There's gameplay footage of um, Radio G all mm. through Technolust. So uh, there's a good example of non-intrusive ads yeah. in VR. I just kind of felt it was funny that uh, he was chiming in in opposition to it when he's taking money to put ads in his game. Yeah, well, that is kind of ironic. But uh, 
it actually makes me think a little bit differently just that whole story because like what if you had a, a city landscape and you had nike as a sponsor and they just had a billboard in the game and it was just a billboard that you saw like that type of stuff i could see being behind it or like a television screen where it's you know in the background you're seeing whatever ad it is you know um i could see doing that but uh it just depends it depends on where where it ends where it starts and where it ends and uh um i just don't trust that it's not going to end up sucking somehow you know but i don't know I'm going to I'm going to reserve judgment on it. Uh, my early impressions are anything that uh, gives these starving artists some money in their pockets uh, is a good thing, and I'm going to trust them with the ability to uh, to do this without it being an issue. So uh, when I start seeing pop ups and shit in my game and stuff that's really breaking my immersion, uh, I'll speak out about it. But until then, I'm going to try to keep an open mind on it. Um, Ray Delator says, I wish PlayStation had a return policy. Yes, Ray, a lot of people do. Um, and you may see a little bit of movement in that direction because Sony just got sued like big time in Australia uh, for not allowing refunds uh, of a product which was grossly misrepresented in the uh, pre-release advertisement. Mm. So uh, apparently they sold some crappy game. People wanted their money back. They didn't get it back. Uh, they sued for false advertising and they won. So Sony had to pay out so many million dollars because of it. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Steam does it. Oculus does it. Everyone else does it. Quest, you know. So why not give some leeway? Maybe it's not two hours. Maybe it's an hour. I don't know. But Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there should be some recourse. Uh, I mean, I get it. There, that's what the uh, Sony quality standard is in place for. Uh, but sometimes some some BS slips through the cracks roots. Every now and then you get your weeping doll that shows up on the uh, PlayStation store and you're like, you know what? No, bro, this ain't worth my $3 that I spent on it. Tornuffalo was on that. No, it's not on there. Never mind. That would be one that yeah. I'd be pissed if I paid for it on PlayStation. But so. That Sharknado made it. After many, many uh, months of trying, they finally got it. Uh, published on the PlayStation Store. Hmm. I wonder how good that is. I need to try that. I don't know, but when you think of a game like Warzone, which was um, released on PC as this big multiplayer game uh, with like 16v16, uh, you know, fights, and then it releases on the PlayStation Store uh, with no multiplayer, and it's just you versus a bunch of bots. Uh, I would think in that specific uh example that a, a, a refund would be warranted even though they're up front about saying hey there's no multiplayer here on this version uh i mean that's gotta suck right why would you do that like call of duty's always been notorious for being on both platforms the same why I, that doesn't make sense to me that's weird no i'm not talking about carl call maybe I, what, did i say warzone yeah. i think i'm talking about uh war dust oh okay war dust yeah no war dust is 16 versus 16 and that's a di totally different uh that's actually really cool we need to play that sometime west you have war you don't have war dust do you no i do not but uh 
uh, I, I would consider playing it, but absolutely not on PlayStation because we can't play together oh, on PlayStation. That's right. Yeah, I'm not big on those kind of games for uh, um, just for playing them. You know, I mean, if you're going to want me to play through a shooter type of game, it better be like Farpoint or something to get me <laughs> to play it. Uh, anyway, uh, Trial by Ting is set to release on PC VR platforms. No word on potential Oculus Quest or PSVR ports just yet. Uh, and no release date just yet. Only that it's, quote, coming soon. Uh, it looks like they've made quite a bit of progress with it, though. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this game this year. Yeah, me too. It looks really good. Uh, Ray Delator says, I think if they start going full digital, they would have to have a refund policy. Uh, yeah, Ray, they've, uh, there's been some um, speculation here for over, about the last year that there's going to be major shifts in the, uh, the, the store policy with Sony, not only uh, allowing for refunds, but allowing for digital game trading and, and you know, gifting and selling uh they've uh they've published um patents that uh, speak to this so they're i don't know if they're actually going to go through with it but i know that they've at least looked at making the digital marketplace more like a physical marketplace so cool uh the walking dead saints and sinners roots made an appearance uh we were surprised when uh they said that they were going to be showing up at the upload vr showcase we kind of uh, wondered, what does The Walking Dead uh, have to show? Maybe uh, show some quest footage, but uh, that wasn't what they did at all, was it? No, no, they uh, completely added more stuff to it, which was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, when we learned that there was going to be two Walking Dead games coming, and we said, hey, this is the, uh, the narrative-based one, and this is the action-based one. And I think that we're starting to see from both titles, uh, this one becoming a little more like that one and that one becoming a little more like this one because uh, at the Upload VR Showcase, Skydance Interactive revealed the announcement trailer for the Meat Grinder update. And basically this new update uh, will introduce a brutal new horde mode style battle arena to an already awesome narrative-driven campaign. Yeah, who doesn't want to be surrounded by zombies, the hordes coming at you? I mean, that's the the crazy. You want to be in that crazy scenario, like Rick or something, where you're being chased by a hundred zombies and you're hiding in the tank, and you know, like I, I just think it'd be really cool. I well, the only thing that would be cooler than this mode right here would be multiplayer in this mode, where you can have like just insane amounts of zombies coming at two of you or maybe even three that would be amazing yeah i think that's coming roots they they know it you know i'm a member of their discord and uh ever since day one this is what people have been screaming for we want multiplayer we want multiplayer so i know that these developers know that this is what we want and i know that these developers are capable of delivering it because uh I think they've more than proven themselves with this game that they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Yeah. They just keep adding cool stuff to it. So now the only I mean, thing just, I was going to say, the only thing they need to do now is get Scion in there. If they can get Scion in there, they've done it all. That's it. You well, I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, 
If Sion wants me to play Echo VR, he knows how to do it, bro. Oh, yeah. You know how to do it. That's a good idea. That's true, Sion. You, you want me to play because you said so? Well, you got to play because I said so, bro. It's a, it's a fair swap, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but anyway, this new update is going to deliver a handful of maps, one of which is brand new, uh, to let you fight through waves of zombies uh, that are obviously going to get progressively harder as you craft weapons to fend them off for your own survival. So it's going to be one of these things that uh, not only do you have hordes coming at you, wave-based, uh, but you have to craft your weapons to uh, to keep going through it. So uh, you got to make use of that time in between waves. Does that mean you have unlimited like supplies to, to craft with? Or am I like running around looking for stuff on the ground real quick in between mo uh, waves? Makes me wonder. Well, uh, I imagine that the points you get, uh, and you'll notice on the uh, trailer there that they they hand out points for the different methods you use to kill them. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd guess those points probably play into uh, how you upgrade and craft. Yeah, maybe. That's true. Look at there's Henri. Um, I feel bad every yeah, time I see him poor, hanging there. Poor guy. Yeah. Hamburger poor face Henri. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's even a brand new katana added into the game for this too. So if you want to uh, slash them up like Michonne, decapitate, uh, you can do that to your heart's content, Roots. Nice. Man, that's cool. Well, now this comes out in July, right? So we're only, you know, a few weeks away. Well, the beginning of July anyway. Yeah, no. conflicting reports here. Uh, the uh, it, it is coming in July for sure to PC. Uh, you know, the upload article I, I took these notes from uh, said that uh, it would be coming to PC and PlayStation in July 2020. But from my own memory, I seem to remember them saying that maybe the, the PlayStation one would come a little bit later. Hmm. Uh, but, but then again, I could be wrong about that. It could just be me thinking that because everything comes out later on PlayStation, it seems like. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, cool. We don't have to wait that long either way, right? So right yeah so yeah not not very long at all uh i'd say a month at the most so we'll have to wait on this one and uh, you know now that we're on the subject of the playstation vr version uh it was an absolutely great port uh, uh blew me away with how well they were able to port that game over onto the that old seven-year-old console uh absolutely awesome and uh you know, it was quite a feat, and they were recognized for it because uh, this past month, the month of May, uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners was recognized as the winner of PlayStation's Players' Choice Award for the month of May. So what that means is every month, for those of you who don't know, uh, Sony polls the players. Mm. What was your favorite game that came out this month? And it's always a flat game that wins. It's always a flat game that wins. Not this month, Roots. Wow. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners ended up beating out all the flat stuff that came out during the month of May. That's crazy. And it lined up with what we said was the best PlayStation VR game of May as well, right? This was our pick. So Yeah, this is not only my PSVR game for May, it's my PSVR game for 2020 so far. And uh, it's going to be hard to knock it off. This is one of the best VR games ever, period. Yeah, that's what I was just telling that customer, uh, my last customer today. And he needs to get PlayStation VR. He already had the PlayStation. And uh, 
to get Walking Dead. So, yeah, man, this is a system seller. You know, system seller means different things when you get into PlayStation because, uh, you know, Sony sells their headsets to their base that already have their consoles. So the rules are a little different for them. And I feel like games like this and another one of the games we're going to be talking about later in the show, uh, I feel like these are headset sellers. And uh, not not only uh, do I believe that it's going to sell some headsets, but it obviously sold a lot of copies because it was PSVR's best-selling title for May, beating out popular titles like Gorn and even the almighty Beat Saber uh, fell at the hands of of the walking dead saints and sinners this month oh, good screw beat saber he's a die yeah i agree <laughs> i agree it's not even uh it's a no contest in my book but uh you know i'm a little biased and i'll admit that yeah and i've got autica bias too so right right um so that brings us to the walking dead onslaught which we were talking about a moment ago uh you know they showed up in a roundabout way to the Upload VR Showcase, but it was only for a few seconds. And, uh, you know, as I alluded to a moment ago, uh, we've been questioning why is it taking so long to get this game out? It was in a near-finished state last year, and people were playing through it, saying it was great, saying it was polished. Uh, and then the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners shows up. They released their game to, uh, uh, you know, a a tidal wave of, of good reviews and then the onslaught just kind of disappears and we always kind of speculated that maybe they saw what skydance was coming to the show with and said hey we need to up our game a little bit and uh, i think that that's what they're doing here roots because even though no gameplay was shown during the upload showcase uh, we did get a message from one norman reedus who plays Daryl on the popular AMC television series. And uh, he let us all know that he's been recording voice work for this game, uh, obviously from the comfort of his own home. But, um, you know, before when uh, Servios was trying to sell us on this game, they never would come out and say that you could play as your favorite characters, right? They would say that, they're, that they had iconic weapons from the television show. Uh, implying that you could pretend to be Rick mm. or Michonne or Negan or Daryl. But now we know that they, they're taking it up to the next level, man. And uh, this is going to be a full-on VR game uh, of the television show version of The Walking Dead. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is it? Do you think that uh, Norman Reedus is the only one that maybe this they're just going to slowly announce another one? Or, you know, I wouldn't doubt if, I mean, what's Rick doing? He's not even in the show anymore, so like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's well, got time, right? So, but put him in as well, maybe. Well, they're making a movie with Rick. Like, they're making a trilogy of movies about what happened to Rick after he left the show. Mm. So he's he's still very much involved, uh, even if uh, even if he isn't on the show anymore. Uh, but yeah, I would at least expect Negan uh, to to show up on there. He's a he's a uh, one of the big faces of the uh of the franchise now uh maybe michonne she just left the 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 show so i don't know if they'd be able to pull her in on something like that uh it's hard to say man i, I think that they're reworking it i honestly think that they're remaking this game 
and building on the game that they had already made, uh, I think they're, they're doing exactly what we thought, and they're they're upping the the quality level and making it something that uh, will appeal more to the television uh, Walking Dead fan more than just having a generic zombie game and tacking on a few things from the television show to be able to put that brand on there. Well, I'll tell you what, this trailer is old, but man, it looks good. I mean, you know, especially that uh, zombie that's sitting there with the sword stuck in his head um, as it's coming out. I don't know. I just, I, I get psyched for this game more than just about anything else. And the fact that uh, Daryl, you know, remember I said I wanted to be Daryl. Um, now Daryl's going to be in the game. That's amazing. So hopefully we'll get, who knows what else we'll get from Servios, but uh, I guess it's going to be amazing. Yeah, man, I think it's going to be awesome. And uh, I think if people were blown away by the quality level of the Westworld game, uh, I think this is just going to take it up to another level because that's what they've done, right? They've continually raised the bar with every game. And uh, I feel like this is going to be no different. Yeah, every game they've made has been really good. And it might not have been my cup of tea like Battle Wake or whatever, but I've seen so many people like raving about Battle Wake. You know, it's just not my type of game but it's a really good game so i agree every game they make it's better and better and uh i um i think this is gonna blow people away so. yeah i i agree i can't wait for this because uh you know a lot of people started on the walking dead comics and then started watching the show it was just the opposite for me uh i started on the show and i'm a big fan of the show and i've read uh, you know i've read a lot of the comics i've read probably half of the series, uh, the first half. Um, but uh, I'm a Walking Dead TV show fan. And uh, as much as I love The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, it's one of my favorite games. It's one of the best games ever in VR. Uh, I'm still totally pumped for Onslaught because it's built around the universe that I came to know and love, uh, the AMC walking dead universe well not only that but like the beauty of westworld like you said when we went into westworld it was like because i really liked the series i was like oh my god i'm in this world they did such a good job of making you feel like you went in this world and i can't say saints and sinners i went in and said oh my god i'm in the walking dead i mean you were in a really amazing zombie game but it, you didn't enter that world like you said you felt like and that's i want the same thing i want to go into rick's world and um i want to i want to see glenn get his brains bashed at well i probably don't want to see that in vr that would be horrible wouldn't it to see that in front of you oh, uh well i mean I, I enjoyed watching it on the television show so i probably would love to see that in <laughs> vr to be quite honest yeah maybe poor glenn you know i wouldn't have picked glenn but uh that's what made it hurt so bad right that it, you know i think you know their their uh their ratings have went down you know, since then, like consistently gone down. I think that's a hundred percent why I think people love Glenn so much that seeing him get taken out like that, just put people off so badly that they, they stopped watching. Not only that, but they get to, it got to a point where it was like, we have to kill somebody big off every so often. And so, and maybe the, the people wanted to get off the show, whatever the reason is, but as you start to lose all these, key people it's kind of like okay that uh, the walking dead the fear of the walking dead or whatever hasn't really taken off as well i mean it's okay but it's not as good but it's because the actors aren't 
You know what I mean? When you get a cast that clicks together with a with a really good story, um, it changes everything. And then you start picking off all the good actors. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you have the a riffraff, a bunch of people running around. You're like, I don't even care about any of these people. So, well, with that one in specific, Fear the Walking Dead, they keep shuffling it so much. I don't think it's necessarily that uh, that that they have riffraff on there. They have a bunch of very talented actors on there, but they keep switching the the cast and the story they turn it upside down every year and uh it's like they they keep trying to start over again Mm. and uh you can't do that you have to let people develop uh, a relationship with these characters and care about them uh, before you start killing them off and um i don't know i I think that uh, they do well to bring some of them back honestly yeah uh so yeah uh the new gameplay from this take on the popular zombie franchise uh is set to come this summer so uh ray says he was upset that there wasn't any uh new gameplay well apparently you're not gonna have to wait very long uh before we get there what do you think the release date will be if you were guessing yeah because if they were just uh, seeing you know, new gameplay this summer what does that mean yeah i don't know man uh like i said i think they could very well be re- you know overhauling this whole thing Mm. Uh, and just building on their old game as a, uh, you know, as a base, you know, a foundation to build upon. Uh, so it's hard to say, man. It might be next year before we see this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, uh, <laughs> that's what they're setting pace for, you would think, right? I would say 2021. Uh, but it's good. I mean, if it's going to be a better game, I'd rather them take their time and and spend more time you know it's a we're already almost a full year past fall of 2019 uh well think about this uh you know we've said it before that these game developers they always have to develop for the lowest common denominator right uh which in this case would be playstation 4 but if they're waiting till next year that's that goes out the window right because now we're talking about playstation 5 and now the lowest common denominator is way up here Mm. so maybe that maybe they're just doing what resident evil 8's doing and they're just overhauling the whole thing for next gen yeah well it sounds good to me and it sounds smart yeah plus i mean you know saints and sinners is going to own the rest of this year anyway with their updates and their quest port uh you know they're not going away anytime soon so uh, they may just uh be taking a knee and letting them have it this year yeah yeah It'll be good. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, and I don't care to wait. You know, if uh, if it means getting a better game in the end, I'm all for waiting. So, yep. Uh, so we mentioned it before that we thought this was going to be the year for Cyberpunk, and that was in no small part due to the announcement of Lawn from Six Cent Studios earlier this year. Uh, Lawn, another one of these titles that uh, gave us a, a, you know, a reveal trailer and then kind of fell off the map for a while uh, and then resurfaced at the Upload VR Showcase Summer Edition. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lawn is the highly anticipated cyberpunk action game, which is slated for release later this year. Uh, you play as a former bounty hunter, now taking the fight to a mega corporation named Megalo. And uh, Megalo is creating cyborgs by transferring people's consciousness. So uh, it's a it's a common theme, right? 
uh, for cyberpunk games to have this kind of, uh, you know, jacked in uh, depiction of humanity, you know, everyone plugging into the AI, a few of us left who, um, who, who aren't plugging in. And, uh, you know, we've seen it in Technolust and Lo-Fi, and we're seeing it again here in Lawn. Uh, so, you know, the concept thematically, uh, very unoriginal, but uh, I got to think, you know, when you compared the gameplay from Lawn to the other cyberpunk games in VR that we have and the upcoming ones as well, I think this is the best looking one from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, it looks amazing. And uh, it's creepy as hell because everybody you're fighting are real people, Wes. They're cyborgs that were taken over. They just tried to jack in for the new game and they got taken over and now they're fighting everybody. So it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's got, uh, it's got, you know, of course it's got some lo-fi vibes. It also has some Sirento vibes because it looks like there's a lot of physics driven melee combat uh, going on here. But not only that, but you're going to have like a telekinesis power. And honestly, it looks like they're uh, incorporating a lot of what we saw in Half-Life uh, with the, uh, the physics-based uh, gameplay. And the, uh, the telekinesis power is a lot like the uh, gravity gloves, the way that they use it. So, um, yeah, again, uh, if you're going to copy something, I mean, that, that's the thing you want to copy, right? The best thing in vr yeah what half-life has screwed me or half-life alex for a lot of games because that's the first thing i want to do in every game Wes. i don't care if it's an indie game or not i want to magnet hand stuff you know and i can't and i'm like damn it I, you know that's it should be like standard you should have magnet hands pop your stuff up it's vr don't make me bend over grabbing shit you know um so yeah i agree so this is a uh, it's a narrative driven game. It's a it's an adventure action adventure game. Uh, not only combat and apparently there's a lot of action in the game, uh, but there's puzzles as well. Uh, I've heard people say that this looks like uh, a, a wave shooter, and I just don't see that at all here. Yeah, well, if anything, it's a wave slicer. But uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that for me, I. I'm not a big melee person, so I would rather it be a gun, but uh, um, it, it looks like you're literally moving through it from one area to the next. I don't, it doesn't look like a wave shooter to me at all, you know? No, so. no I don't think so either. But, uh, you know, I can see, I guess, a little bit uh, of that with just the uh, the way that they've made this trailer highlight so much uh, action. Maybe it would come off like that to some people. Yeah. But, um, Let's see here. Uh, okay, I think we've touched on everything with that. Uh, oh, it says that the uh, telekinesis will not only uh, help you with puzzles, but it lets you grasp out-of-reach objects uh, and fire crates and other items at enemies when you're low on ammo. So uh, if, you, if you don't have any weapons, um, you know, again, you're in a physics-based world. You can uh, use your magnet hands to grab something but then you can fire that very same thing and use it as a projectile to take out enemies. Well, I guess he does have a gun there, right? What is that gun he's using? Some kind of shooting, some kind of projectile as well as the sword. Maybe I could do this. It looks yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very versatile game in, in terms of what it's doing here. There's a little bit of everything. There's shooting, there's 
there, there's melee, there's puzzles, there, there's physics, there's story. Uh, I mean, there's just a little something for everybody. If what the developer says is to be believed. Yeah, decapitations. Who yeah. Doesn't, who yeah. doesn't love decapitations, right? Yeah, decapitations, dismemberments. Uh, it really uh, looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks like, uh, honestly, and, um, you know, I don't say this lightly, it looks like uh, a lot of what we wanted lo-fi to be is going to be in line. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the, the two, the differences are between the two. Now, do we know a release date on this, or did they? Uh, no, later this year. Okay. Yeah, so it's another one that's uh, in development. I think I'm pretty sure that Sixth Sense Studios is a relatively small team. Uh, so it's just going to, it's one of those that we're going to get it when it's done, you know? Yeah. True, true. Anyway, really looking forward to Lawn. Uh, Vertigo Remastered Roots, uh, another title that showed up to the Upload VR Showcase. And we got our first gameplay look at, uh, at Vertigo Remastered. And for those of you who don't remember, Vertigo Remastered is a top to bottom reworking of the original 2016 VR game, Vertigo, featuring new visuals and many of the gameplay updates that have been seen in the upcoming Vertigo 2. Uh, in this game, players find themselves mysteriously teleported from an idyllic home in the mountains to a strange, otherworldly facility. Things get weird from the very start, including visions of a strange monster and attacks from smiling drones. Uh, Roots, this is a game uh, that I never played, Vertigo. And again, this is, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I've never played this game because now I get to play the fully remastered version. And from what I'm hearing, uh, it's going to be vastly improved. Yeah. Well, that's funny because um, I've never played it either. And uh, I thought about playing it when we saw the, we had the, demo for vertigo 2 i thought i need to play through the first one and for some reason i didn't um but uh now i'm glad i did now do you know what the cost is on vertigo one um because i was reading today and i think actually i think it's at the end of this trailer it says that it's going to be free for anybody that owns it already and it's going to be 25 dollars for all you suckas that don't own it or something like that i don't know exactly what it says but some kind of derogatory thing um, but, uh, made me want to go out and buy it today. Cause I think it's probably not $25. I would think. Right. I see this thing on sale for five and 10 bucks all the time. Okay. So, uh, and now that said, that's normally on the Oculus store. And I think that this remastered version is coming to steam. So I really don't know how that's going to work. Hmm. Uh, but I got to imagine if it's on sale on Oculus all the time, it's got to be on sale on steam all the time as well. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up in real time while we're doing yeah. this and see what. Let me, we... let me. I'm gonna look it up on Oculus to make sure I'm not full of shit because maybe I'm thinking of another game. So this but, the uh, July sure. 2020 is the planned release date, right? For uh, Vertigo. Vertigo. Vertigo on. This can't be the same Vertigo. The Vertigo. No, I don't know. I because I was looking for it earlier. And this I didn't... isn't. It's not the same yeah, one. It's, it's like, not so, the same one. Yeah, I think I saw that earlier. It was on sale or something. Um, two fifty, two fifty. It's on sale. Wow. So what yeah, a good disregard deal. what I said. 
disregard what I said because this is vertigo with an exclamation point, huh. which obviously makes a difference, right? So I don't even know if you can buy it on. I don't know. I don't see it. Does it take it off Steam? Maybe, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just missing it. Um, it's weird. It's in our library. I know that. Yeah, me too, but I don't think it's mine, so I still got to pay $25, maybe. Nah, man, it'll get updated. We'll be able to play the updated one, no problem. But, uh, Vertigo. Yeah, they don't show the original Vertigo anymore, do they? Mm -mm. But the good Vertigo news is, is the good news is Derail says he's got his account fixed for Xbox live so he can join jim hall and me at sea of thieves and we still need our fourth we're trying to get a <laughs> we're trying to get a galleon going so anybody that's played Mep that game it's a really fun game yeah so. mepper says he picked up vertigo for a dollar 60 on steam last year oh, damn it mepper why didn't i do it son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah this is coming in just a few weeks it makes me wonder when vertigo 2 is coming because that playable demo came out forever ago and uh and yeah if they've had time to you know remaster the entire original vertigo uh when's vertigo 2 coming i don't yeah. know but it said 24.99 for the rest of you losers for uh <laughs> that don't own this game so i i feel bad i should have bought it for a dollar 60 when meppers did but he didn't tell me so free for higher dimensional entities mm -hmm. uh well, you know, hopefully we won't be ascending to the higher dimensions anytime soon. But if we do, uh, I'm going to come back and claim my free copy. It looks pretty good. So hopefully it'll be good. I don't, I don't know. I didn't hear too much about the original um, or what they're changing, but it looks amazing. So Yeah, it looks great. It's You know, it's meant to be, you know, a lot of people call it like a Half-Life clone. Mm. And uh, this guy obviously taking heavy inspiration from the Half-Life games. Uh, he even worked at uh, Valve for a little while, hmm. uh, this this developer. Uh, you know, I, I've described him as a prodigy before. He's a very young man and has accomplished a, has accomplished a lot already, and uh, he's just getting started. Wow. Cool. Very talented game developer. Look forward to checking out not only Vertigo Remastered, but Vertigo 2. Uh, the Rig. Uh, from Sunset Division is uh, another game which was unveiled the week prior to the Upload VR showcase, but they uh, already have um, released another uh, another trailer for their game. Uh, the Rig, a star map to murder, uh, is a point-and-click style adventure game inspired by classic det detective stories like the Maltese Falcon and Touch of Evil. In this game, you play as a failing travel agent that picks up the trail of her missing brother. Boarding a remote mining rig, you search the facility for clues to, as to your brother's whereabouts. Uh, the game is fully voice acted and built from the ground up for VR. Uh, Root, so we have a murder mystery here, point and click style, uh, but this one takes place in the future, in space. Uh, this looks like a highly polished game roots, narrative driven, and uh, it seems like it might be right down my alley. Yeah, I'm worried about my brother now, man. He's out there getting murdered. 
Actually, it seems pretty cool. So I guess you're what a like a space detective or something, or are you just on the trail or something? Yeah, you're you're a you're a travel agent actually. Oh, okay. But uh, you're trying to figure out what happened to your brother. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, again, fully voice acted, uh, built from the ground up for VR. This is uh, exploration based puzzling, light puzzling. It's narrative driven. It's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be one of those games. Uh, at the end of it, where we're gonna be saying, "Okay, was that a game?" I don't know if it was a game or not, but it was good. That's what I expect. Yeah. Well, Mepper says he's gonna get it because it seems different in a good way from other games. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it seems pretty good. It makes me wonder. You know, I, main fan says if if you can die, it's a game. If you can't die, then it's not a game. I don't know if it's well, what about if it's your brother that died? Oh God, then it makes me sad. Um, well, <laughs> it does. It looks cool. I mean, you got puzzles in there, so I would say it's leaning more towards a game than an experience um, or a walking yeah. sim. You know. Uh, well, you know me. If you're gonna uh, tell me a story and tell it well with with full blown good voice acting and uh, high production values, it doesn't have to be a game for me. Uh, I, I'm fine with experiences. I'm fine with walking simulators. Just take me somewhere else, man. Take me out of this screwed up topsy-turvy 2020 world here and uh, make me forget about it for an hour or two and then uh, you can uh, have my money. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, anyway, the rig arrives later this month on Steam VR routes. Not long to wait at all. About 10 days, I think, until this one drops. Wow, that's quick close yeah it's another one of those uh surprise here's a game and uh you know it's one of the things we used to complain about uh but now it's become one of the things i love the most about vr is uh you don't know what's coming tomorrow bro you just don't know yeah it's only gonna be that way for a while too we should enjoy it while it lasts the more mainstream we get the more mainstream releases we'll get right so that's right these are the good old days folks enjoy them while you can because we're not going to be uh getting 20 dollar games forever just dropped in our lap out of nowhere yeah uh it's going to change it's going to change quickly when it does yep uh ray delator my favorite games are when you can interact with the npc yeah i agree and that's one of the things i'm really holding out hope for with lo-fi is um that 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 world that he's building is supposed to be jam-packed with fully voice-acted NPCs that are interactive. So uh, even though we don't have like a big overarching story narrative, uh, there's supposed to be literally hundreds of, quote, side quests, you know, uh, that we can partake with uh, uh, what they're claiming to be, you know, photo-real NPCs. So uh, a lot of high hopes for Lo-Fi. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because uh, there's a lot of um, his his uh, scope is very, very high. You know, he's really setting his bar high and we'll see how it all shapes up. I've already bought it, so. Yeah, yeah. And I, I haven't been into it since uh, the Kickstarter. I, and from what I understand, it's really come a long way since then. Cool. Uh, D-Rail says that I like the way you can interact with the NPC in Lone Echo. Yeah, Root's like that, too. Yeah, I like how she would... You can really piss her off if you keep bugging her or shining the light in her face. Um, that's, that's what I like the best. That was my favorite part. 
Yeah, I like messing with the uh, the widow and the uh, the Walking Dead saints and sinners. She uh, she gets defensive really quick, and all you're trying to do is comfort her. You yeah, know? nobody in that game, man. If you just barely graze anybody, they just they don't like you touching them, Wes. And there's no touchy feely. As a matter of fact, in the Walking Dead saints and sinners world, there is a six foot, you know, law that people want you to stay away six feet <laughs> at least. And, you know, social distance yourself. Oh, uh, let's just be careful here. We're treading on thin ice, Ruth. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll leave we, it at that. We, yeah, we don't want to talk about that which must not be named because they might just jerk our stream down and ban us for a week if we do, right? Yeah, that's true. And without being specific, we think that's why. So, um, yeah. But, yeah. Well, we're going to, uh, we're kind of, uh, we're uh, doing a, sort of an experiment here today. Because as you all know, we did kind of get taken down a couple of weeks ago, and we really didn't know why. And originally, we thought it was because we were talking about Star Wars and showing some footage. But upon second thought, uh, we were talking about some current events, and I'm thinking maybe that was what got us taken down. So uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars here shortly, and if we make it to the end of the show without being jerked down, then uh, we'll know why they did it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sure. I'm 99% sure that's what it was, but we'll see for sure. Oh, Gamertag VR GT's in the house. What's up, buddy? Thanks for stopping by. Late. Gamertag up late. Onakazi, what's up, brother? Uh, yeah, the up late for these guys, right? Like, uh, what is it, like 2 o'clock in the morning there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a really, really late episode for us. Uh, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, we're only uh, four days late. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're not going to cover all of these games from the upload showcase. Some of them we're going to talk about on Sunday. Some of them we're not going to talk about at all, but there is one more uh, that I want to touch on before we move on to the Sony event. Uh, Phantom covert ops roots yet again, another trailer from these guys. And uh, you know, we always say the same thing when these guys come out with a new trailer, right? Uh, the game looks better this time than it did even the last time. Uh, so, um, yeah, this no different. We had a brand new trailer, fully voiced over by David Hayter. Uh, of course, David Hayter is the, uh, the voice actor who voices the villain General Zurov, which is an ex-Soviet, running the rogue Cold War era naval installation that players infiltrate by kayak. So, uh, David Hayter plays the big bad in the game, and uh, he's a bit of a, a star in our space because of the work he did on Metal Gear uh, Solid, among other things. Um, but, you know, what I really want to focus on is the gameplay footage in this game. Uh, it's beautiful, isn't it? Our, from an artistic perspective, uh, graphically, lighting, uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, and the, the one thing that, you know, a few people in the Discord have giving it crap for is what excites me i want to see how they do this stealth game and on in a kayak I, i'm intrigued because it just gets better looking every time i see a trailer and i want to see how you move around and how it's done and it's such a unique mechanic to have in this type of game i just think it's going to be really good and i think there's going to be a drillo and a scion that are going to be feeling stupid um when it comes out because i think it's going to be really good I do too. I think it's going to be one of those uh, games where you have to proceed with caution. You have to move forward very slowly. It's, dude, it, 
it's a rail shooter. Let's just be honest. It's a rail shooter, right? But uh, they they did it in such a way that it's not like you get to move yourself down the rail with with paddles. But it's a rail shooter. So I, I think that uh, you're going to be moving forward slowly to do so in a stealthy way. Uh, I think that there's going to be tons of branching paths. So you get to choose, do I go this way? Do I go that way? Do I go that way? Uh, and uh, which is going to allow for a lot of replayability, obviously. Uh, but again, you know, uh, it never fails to astonish me the, uh, the path that we've taken with this game. We went from laughing at it, the concept, the first time we saw it, to saying, okay, maybe this might be all right. To saying, okay, this looks pretty good. To, oh my God, this thing looks awesome. Uh, and you know, I can't wait to see, obviously this is riff footage. Uh, I can't wait to see how this turns out on quest. Yeah. You know, and I take a lot of stock in the people that have tried this. There's a lot of, um, people that have actually tried the demo and played this and nobody's came out saying, oh, dude, this game sucks. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Iron Man. Everybody that I've heard talk about this game has said it's really good. And who doesn't love shooting their, a gun in VR? And, um, I think it's going to be amazing. Right. Gamertag says, who isn't buzzing for Phantom Man? It's really good. Uh, there's a couple. You'd be surprised. But then again, they might just be trolling. Yeah. Uh, D-Rail says, I think this game looks great. Those people need to lay off the pipe. Or maybe they need to lay on the pipe, bro. Maybe that's what their problem is. Yeah, maybe they're too sober. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's a roll maneuver to hide upside down, Onakazi says. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, it would be cool if you could just get out, you know. Uh we said this with, uh, what was the other game, too, um, from, uh, uh, I'm losing it now, from Archiact, the uh, Freediver, mm. that we, we, we kind of would like to uh, see it go on land a little bit, uh, because the, the mechanic, you know, the, the diving mechanic is so cool, uh, we'd like to see it incorporated into a larger thing. I think that, that we're going to be saying something similar at the end of this, that the kayak thing was so great. Uh, I can't wait for the sequel when we can actually get out of the kayak and infiltrate some of these uh, the, uh, facilities. Did they say how long this game is going to be by chance? I can't remember. I have no idea how long it's going to be. My my gut tells me that it's going to be a standard length, uh, you know, high quality VR game. I would say somewhere from five to ten hours, but I don't know. That's just pure speculation on my part. Yeah, I was agreeing. Six to eight is what I was going to say. So, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, what we do know about it, Roots, is that it's coming on June 25th. <clears throat> Somebody's Somebody birthday. who I know's birthday. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think my birthday is going to be quite happy. My employer has let me have that entire week off, uh, just like this week. And uh, I'm going to get to stay home and play these awesome new VR games. And there's more than just this. There's a, there's a few coming out in the next couple of weeks that I'm looking forward to getting my hands on. Yeah, one week, dude. That's it. We'll be playing. We'll be uh, we'll be Phantom Covert opping it up. Yeah, I got to imagine that we'll be seeing this one any day now, to be honest with you. But uh, we shall see. Yeah, that's true. I don't even think about that. So. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop there with the upload titles. Uh, there's just way too many of them to talk about all of them today. Because I want to also talk a little bit about this Sony PS5 reveal event that took place last Thursday. You know, a lot of people came out of this thing with a sour taste in their mouth. 
uh, because PlayStation VR was not mentioned at all. And I got to say, uh, you know, I was hopeful that we would see the logo on a few of these games, you know, uh, but I'm not surprised, right? Because this is the first big fan showcase of the PlayStation 5. Uh, why would Sony do anything that would possibly draw a negative word from anybody? Because you know that even though they're the minority, there are a few VR haters out there that are quite loud. And I got to imagine if Sony had had even a 10-minute segment uh, dedicated to VR on this thing, that people would have been crying through the whole thing. Yeah, they would have been bitching. Now, Gamertag and Derail just said they're going to be getting uh, Last of Us 2 in six hours. So nice. Is that when the uh, release I, is, I guess? Uh, yeah, something like that. Now, I know Derail, uh, I'm pretty sure it has been privy to the spoilers. What about you, GT? Have you have you uh, seen any of these spoilers? I, I have. Uh, and I got to say, that's the only reason that I'm not picking it up is because I know what happens and uh yeah no <laughs> <laughs> uh did you guys try the arps5 arps5 i don't even know what that means it's pretty big to be fair uh, okay i don't know i didn't i did uh, not try the arps5 whatever it is yeah whatever uh, that is uh no um two hours for me derail says yeah yeah man i you know uh, that game looks awesome, uh, but I, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to spoil it. I hope you guys like it. Yeah. Gamertag Let says us know. no, no Let spoilers. Us, Let us know what you think. Are, are you going to stream it, GT? You're going to stream The Last of Us 2? Uh, he's got to, man. They ruin The Last of Us like they ruin everything, Delator says. That's absolutely uh, true. But, the, you know, that said, in fairness... Uh, the game looks awesome. The gameplay, the mechanics, uh, the updates that they've made to the game, everything looks beautiful uh, except for the story. And that was enough to sour me on it. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about, okay, you can use AR on your mobile and have a PS5 to see what it looks like. Yeah, I had no idea about that. I didn't know that they were doing any of that. So uh, they're actually doing some... AR applications for PlayStation 5. Oh, nice. So, uh, not, I was going to say, Gamertag said he is streaming it. So if anybody watching wants to see gameplay of uh, The Last of Us 2, go to Gamertag VR and he'll be streaming it. Yeah. Sure. Well, I was wanting to watch some streams anyway, just to get some real-time reactions uh, when it happens, <laughs> just to see the look on their face. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know whose who's stream I would be watching. Now you do. Uh, but now I do. Now I do. I'm going to watch GT play it. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about this Sony PS5 reveal event. I, again, not a big surprise that they would exclude VR. And to be quite honest, I'd rather have them excluded altogether than have them uh, put it on like a, a game or two games. Because now we can at least, we at least still have hope that there's a larger playstation vr reveal coming uh whereas had they you know just given us a little bit we would have been like uh, you know uh, is sony dropping vr it doesn't look like they have very much planned for it uh but i i for one believe roots that they do have big plans for playstation vr 
And I've come to believe in recent weeks, Roots, uh, that my theory about PSVR Plus, uh, I think that's the way they're going to go. It makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. I don't see them being ready to release a full-on PSVR 2 this year, uh, but we all know that the, that the headset needs an upgrade, and the controllers especially need to be upgraded, and I think they're going to give us that. Uh, I think we're the, that we'll have it by next spring. I agree. There's no way they cannot put out new controllers and new tracking. Now, I agree. Also, agree with you that it's going um, probably going to be a please, PlayStation Five only thing. So you'll have to hook up with the new one to be able to use it. Isn't that what you were saying? You were uh, theorizing. I, I think that it'll be. Um, you know, I've thought I put a lot of thought into this. I think that you'll be able to use it. Uh, but you might not be able to use it at its full resolution on the older machines. Mm. Uh, I think that you'll at least be able to use it on the Pro, but you'll probably be able to use it on the OG as well. But it'll run at the uh, the old 1080 resolution of the old headset instead of whatever the, the new resolution is. Yeah, it'll be so. so cool, though. I can't wait to get an upgrade for it with real, you know, tracked controllers and or better tracked, I should say. Well, that's the speculation here because Sony, even though they didn't say a thing about PSVR, uh, they did unveil a new HD camera peripheral. And like the PS4 before it, the new camera is a dual-lens 3D spatial camera. Uh, So obviously, obviously this thing is meant for PlayStation VR. And there's going to be other applications for it. I get that. Uh, anything you can use Connect for, in theory, you can use this camera for. Uh, but I think that uh, if you want to play PlayStation VR on PlayStation 5, uh, that you might have to buy this camera. But at the very least, having this camera, I think, will give us a little bit of an upgrade when it comes to tracking. Yeah. Cool. I'm down for all of it, especially with the titles coming out. So. Yeah, Onikazi says it definitely needs a bump. Uh, but to do a whole new skew to tide them over for a year to 18 months is something that I don't think that they'll do. I don't know, man. The demand is out there for it. And uh, it really, I guess it just depends on how close they are with PSVR 2. Do, do they already have a finalized design in beta testing? If not, if they still don't know what PSVR 2 is going to be, I don't see where they have any choice but to release a new headset. Yeah, I agree. Just a refresh, kind of like Rift S. You know, not a full-blown new platform, but a new headset that looks just like the old one, only it has updated screens and new move controllers that look just like the old ones, only instead of that move button, there's a clickable thumbstick there. Because think about Uh, it. The PlayStation VR, you know, even though it's not as graphically intensive as, say, PC is, it doesn't get shit for that. It gets shit for its tracking and it gets shit for its controllers. They have to solve that problem. The sooner they can do that, the sooner they uh, everybody looks at them as more of a viable headset. A lot of people, Jarillo, you know, the the Jarillos of the world instantly will just crap all over it because it's it's just. I mean, uh, and let's be honest, the tracking being subpar and the controllers being what they are, they need to be shit on. They're okay. They they do the job, but they're not what everybody wants. And when PlayStation VR exclusive people get into the new headset and they're using better controllers, 
and better tracking they'll they'll agree with me right now what i just said irritated the hell out of them um but it's the truth you know so i don't know yeah i think it makes sense on so many different levels um not only do they have to convince the playstation vr gamer to buy a playstation 5 uh, but they also have to convince the prospective entry-level VR uh, gamer to buy a PlayStation VR instead of a Quest, right? So uh, uh, I feel like uh, a hardware refresh makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was starting to worry, Roots, that uh, PlayStation 5 wasn't going to uh, support PSVR after all because they really hadn't mentioned it. They hadn't mentioned it since that Wired article way back when, when some marketing guy said that that PlayStation 5 uh, was going to support the original PSVR. But uh, the day after the Sony reveal last week, uh, the Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO, Jim Ryan, uh, indeed confirmed in a CNET interview that PlayStation 5 indeed will support existing PlayStation VR hardware. And the quote goes something like this, quote, all that we have said to date, and we're not adding to it tonight, is that the current PSVR is compatible with PlayStation 5. So Roots, to me, what I, when I hear him say that we're, we're not adding to that tonight, uh, is that it's obvious, it's obvious that they intentionally, they intentionally decided to not talk about VR. Uh, so, uh, I think personally what that says to me is there's going to be another day for that, right? There's going to be, VR is going to get its day. It's just not today. Man, we have no idea what they're announcing or getting ready to announce into PlayStation VR before PlayStation 5 drops. Um, I expect over the next couple months, we're going to get some amazing, uh, news that we probably would have never even dreamed was going to be in VR. We're right on the cusp of seeing some of the some of our favorite titles being ported over or being dual put into VR, like a Resident Evil Eight or you know that type where it's going to be flat and VR. They can do it. It's just whether they decide that it's viable. And I think we're right on the cusp of it being viable for just about anything, really. Yeah, so. I agree. And, and and you know you you bring up Resident Evil Eight there, so. Let's get into some of these games that they talked about on the PlayStation Reveal event, and let's let's talk about Resident Evil Eight specifically. You know, uh, you know, I've updated you guys periodically on what the rumors are uh, about the game, about the gameplay, about the story narrative, and about VR support when it comes to Resident Evil Eight. And we got the Resident Evil Eight trailer uh, during the Sony reveal last week, and what we saw there totally supports all of these rumors and leaks that we've been getting over the last uh, few weeks and months. And uh, the only rumor that really couldn't be confirmed from watching that trailer was the VR support, right? So uh, I got to feel like if every leak and rumor pretty much was proven true uh, from the footage here, except for the PSVR thing, uh, I mean, it gives that a little bit more credibility, doesn't it? Yeah, plus the fact that, like, why would they not? Resident Evil 7 was so well-received in VR. It's one of the must-have for PlayStation VR. Like, why would you suddenly say, nah, we're just not going to put number 8 out in VR? It just makes no sense. If it would have flopped or it did decent, 
you could make the argument, okay, that might not be viable, but I, I think everybody is expecting it. And you nailed it before. It's a it's a, a system seller. Like a lot of people bought PlayStation VR for Resident Evil 7, and I guarantee a lot more will do Resident Evil 8 um, in VR as well. Yeah, man, I just love it. I love the look of this game, and I love the idea that there may be, you know, werewolves and vampires looming. You know, we talked about it last week and many weeks before uh, that this these uh, these types of games are underrepresented in VR, and to have you know my favorite uh, franchise in or out of VR to go in that direction is very exciting for me. Um, one thing we did learn from this trailer that we did not have any idea about coming into it is apparently this isn't going to be a cross-generation game anymore. They have decided apparently to completely revamp it for next gen. Wow. So the PS4, the Xbox One versions that uh, were previously being developed, it appears that those may have been scrapped. Suck it. You know, if you want to play this, you're going to have to get the new console, right? Yeah, man. And, you know, I, I understand why that might upset a lot of people, but it has me particularly excited because it means we're going to get a better game, right? Right. That's the, the short-term person is going to be upset because they've got the PS4 now. They don't have five. They can't get it right at launch. So they want, you know, they're going to want to play it. But, you know, when you do play it through and it's on that PlayStation 5, you're going to be glad that it wasn't dumbed down for the PlayStation 4, if that rumor is true. Yeah, Steve is in the house. What's up, buddy? Thanks for uh, thanks hey, for stopping up, by. Um, you know, Roots, I just I love the story of this game. You know, when this game Village first came into development, uh, by all accounts, two maybe two and a half years ago, um, it wasn't intended to be a mainline Resident Evil game. This was uh, an offshoot. It was a, a kind of a side project. A Resident Evil title, much like, uh, you know, I don't want to misquote some of these older games, but we've seen other games like this before, too, that weren't like one, two, three, a numbered title, right? Uh, but they, they put the game Village into playtesting, and people raved about it so much that they decided that they were, were, would make it a full-on numbered uh, Resident Evil canon game, if you will, with uh, full support on PS4 and Xbox One, PSVR, the whole nine. And uh, and since then, now we come to find out that they've decided to go ahead and make it a, a full-on next-gen launch title. Uh, so from uh, nothing to something to everything, Roots. Yeah, it's going to look so good, especially on that new, uh, new console or the new generation. I am yeah. totally I, I'd wager I, I'd wager that it's going to scare the uh, the very last piece of shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. That's the only game that's really, really made me freak out in uh, virtual reality is, is Resident Evil 7. There's so many moments yeah. where it's just like, man, I need to get the hell away from this dude. And this is cool. Like you said, man, We at the end, you see the werewolf and... So who knows what the hell this story is going to do? And you're going to have vampires. You got those. Who knows what those chicks are? I mean, it's just really intriguing. The whole the whole thing 
the whole trailer just makes me wonder what the hell is going on and uh i can't wait for it to drop yeah skiva says i played re7 all the way through in vr and it almost scared me to death you know uh, i love it uh, not only is it my favorite game but the happy birthday tape uh is also my favorite escape room that i've played i absolutely love that game and um I'm still traumatized from it, and I kind of feel like, Roots, that when we start playing in the Resident Evil 8, then it's not going to be very long before Jack comes back to life and starts haunting us through the village. He is not dead, I guarantee you. He did not die. There's no way. I, too many times, Wes, I was sure he was dead. Man, I watched him catch on fire. I, I mean, I saw a lot of stuff happen to Jack, and he just keeps getting back up, and he keeps trucking for me. So. Uh, I mean, that guy blew his own face off, right? Blew his own face off just to make a point. Yeah, who doesn't blow their own face off though? <laughs> these days, right? Anyway, uh, Resident Evil 8 Village, not the only title Sony showed off, which we strongly uh, believe will have PlayStation VR support, but they also showed off Gran Turismo 7. Uh, you know, so this game absolutely beautiful and even though it's not my genre the racing sim uh i am kind of excited about it because it not only does it look like such a high quality title but we have heavy heavy reason to believe that this is going to be a playstation vr game um gran turismo creator and polyphony digital head uh kazanori yam yamuchi yamauchi yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sir, for butchering your name. Uh, the the creator and head of the development studio behind Gran Turismo gave an interview to GT Planet last summer in which he spoke about the next Gran Turismo title that was then in development and the effect that next-gen console power is going to have on, on that game. Wow. Uh, uh, Roots, what time is it? Uh, it's quote time, and it's time to say quote. hey to Hussein X, who asked if we were live. But, oh, uh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah, we absolutely. We're going to do them all live until uh, YouTube bans us permanently, which probably won't be very long. Yeah, as long as we stay away from taboo subjects, um, like anything that's currently going on in the world, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Let's uh, Let's just focus on the games, and, and we'll all be okay together, huh? Yeah. Yeah, if we focus on games, they won't shut us down, I'm pretty sure. So. Anyway, this is a quote from uh, the head uh, developer behind uh, Gran Turismo and the creator behind, behind Gran Turismo. This is what he had to say about the next Gran Turismo game and the effect that the next-gen power is going to have on it. Quote, the first thing that it's going to be affected by more power is VR, the developer said. Mm. I don't think that there's anything else that requires that much processing power. I really like VR. I'm one to believe in the possibilities of it, and it's very suited for a driving game. So this is what he had to say when, uh, when he was asked about what kind of effect Next Gen's going to have on Gran Turismo. And... Uh, Pretty much just talked about VR when they were asked that question. Well, it makes sense because I tell you what, my 2080, there's nothing that will 
tax it at all except for vr i gotta go into vr to 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 push it you know um so yeah it definitely takes up that processing and it's cool that i mean if it tells you that it should be on all every vr platform or at least playstation vr if he's saying that about vr and he really likes it um i'm pretty sure he's gonna break and it's suited for vr um he's gonna bring it into the playstation vr as well right yeah, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta believe that this is a hundred percent probably going to be the very first PS5 VR game that we get, and uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be full, full support this time, unlike the very limited support that they gave us with GT Sport. Well, where's my Outrun? Damn it! I want something like, or you know, I want to go across or cruising USA. You know, I want to go across the United States. Or across Europe or something, and I, I don't necessarily want to go in a circle. I want to race across, you know, all the track. I don't know, man. I really enjoyed Cruising USA in the arcade, and I think somebody needs to make a game like that. That's uh, you know, got multiple options on branches, and you can you can travel the whole U.S. You know, I think it'd be cool. It's, it's called it's called the Crew, and they made it flat. But uh, if the crew had VR support, it would be amazing because it's literally what you just described. It's a map of the United States. You can go anywhere. Uh, you can take any of the major roads to get there. And it's just driving. It's a driving game. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, let's make the crew in VR then. But no, there's something that I think that could do really well in a VR game if they just would make it, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, but anyway, I think Gran Turismo uh, is 100% going to be a PlayStation VR game, and I thought it was gorgeous, Roots. What did you think about just how this thing looked? I mean, they had the, the ray tracing and full effect on these cars, and uh, the sound spot on as well. It just looks amazing. So you put yourself in the headset, and, I, and I've said it before, you know, a person that's uh, playing a flat racing game with a, like a two or three monitor setup is one step away from virtual reality. Because that's the that's the next step. You can't really go any further from that setup to actually being in there without actually getting in there in virtual reality. And um, this is going to be next level. You know, this is one of the things that you've played all those other games, racing games, and most of them look amazing, but um, they don't look as amazing as they would in real life. This looks better than it would in real life, almost. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful, and I, I feel like uh, we're in a good time for VR. Because uh, I feel like a lot of the people that were in denial about it before, you know, you know, it, at, at first people were in denial about VR because they knew they couldn't afford it. So what, what's the next thing to, to do? How do you deal with that? Uh, you shit on it, right? Well, I don't need VR. Obviously, it, it's going to make people sick and the games look like tech demos and all of this. But now, uh, you know, VR has become more accessible, a lot easier to use. And uh, people have softened their stance greatly on VR. And I kind of feel like the group of VR haters that are left out there are a very small and dwindling group. And uh, I think that we're going to eventually win them over as well. Yeah, I agree. They've either never tried it, can't afford it, or maybe they got put into VR um, and did get sick uh, and need to, to get past it. But then there's all sorts of technologies and different tricks that they're doing that you know, today's games don't make you sick like a couple of years ago, even if it's the same type of game. They really are coming a long way. Like even that, uh, 
was it the grip you know we were saying you're flipping around and doing all this stuff but you don't really feel the same kind of sick as you think you would so they're doing a good job of of almost eliminating that so now grips absolutely a lot crazier uh than wipe out from from that aspect and you're flipping around constantly sticking the walls and things uh but i you know it doesn't get me as much as even wipeout uh, does you know and uh, I think that that's uh, not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a good thing, yeah. especially for uh, new VR gamers. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, not the last thing that I would say is highly likely to get VR support uh, from the PS5 reveal event. They also showed off Astro's Playroom. And everybody knows Astrobot Roots. Even the people outside of PSVR knows Astrobot now. And uh, there's a reason for that, Roots. It's because of the Playroom. The Playroom came pre-installed on PlayStation 4. And what the Playroom was, was basically it was a program that was uh, meant to demonstrate the technical capabilities of the PlayStation 4 and its peripherals. There was a regular flat playroom, and then there was a VR version of the playroom to uh, demonstrate uh, the same thing for the PlayStation VR. So I think that's what we've got here, Roots, with Astro's Playroom. I think that this is going to be a piece of software that is designed to show off all the cool things that PS5 can do. It'll, uh, it'll show off the Tempest audio engine. It'll show off that SSD uh, maybe give us a little bit of world jumping going on. And in, most importantly, it's going to show off that dual sense controller and all of the cool things that it can do with uh, variable resistant triggers and uh, new haptics that they've put in there. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool, and I can't wait to check it out. It does look cool, and it's cool that it's free, right? It comes with the console, so you don't have to. I mean, it's already loaded in there. Now, do you think, how long do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be like a legit Astrobot le length or? Um, no. no, I think it's going to be very much what the Playroom 1 was, and it's going to be a, a tech demo. It's going to be six, eight, ten different little mini games that you can play through. Okay. Uh, probably an hour, hour and a half of replayable content because a lot of that stuff's party games that you can play with multiple players. Uh, I feel like that uh, that's very much what it's going to be. It's it's going to be a highly replayable title, but it's not necessarily going to be a story campaign. And you said you think it's going to be, they're going to have like a version for VR as well? Like you could play it either uh, way? Absolutely, absolutely. I do. I think that uh, the, the Playroom 2, even though it's Astro branded, I think it's just a very much a, uh, a continuation of the old Playroom. And we're going to see a VR version or a non-VR version. Either that or they're going to have one big overarching uh, program that's going to have VR stuff in it and non-VR stuff in it. Uh, but, yeah, I think that there's going to be definitely some, uh, some VR modes to this thing. And I think it's funny because uh, this, I think, upset people more than anything is that they didn't announce VR for this title. And Roots, this is just a tech demo. It's the one thing that VR players claim to hate the most uh, is the one thing that they're screaming about wanting from the, the PS5 thing, that they want this tech demo. Well, and maybe, who knows? Maybe there's a different version of Astrobot 2 coming out. We don't know what they're doing. 
you know this could just I mean, there could be something to to taste you know to wet your appetite so i don't know I'll just well yeah well the very fir- the, the first astrobot grew out of the playroom i mean if it weren't for the playroom there would have never been an astrobot game the 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 playroom vr was so highly praised and so well loved just from that one level that it had uh, that they ended up doing 20 more and making a game out of it. Yeah, so who knows what they've got in, in store for us, right? So. Uh, that's the thing. Who knows what they have in store for us? I do think that they have big things in store for us. I think Sony is committed to VR, as they have said literally year after year since they've launched the thing. They've always reiterated that they're committed to VR. And I think that before PlayStation 5 launches... Uh, we're going to get a look at the future of PlayStation VR, uh, even if, again, it's just games, uh, PS5 exclusive games. But uh, I think that's enough, you know. Yeah, I agree. So let's talk about some of these other games. Let's talk about some of the games that really impress me. That probably, let's be honest, probably won't have VR support. But man, if they did, uh, it would be phenomenal. Uh, first of all, we have Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, this is coming from developer Tango Gameworks, published by Bethesda. Ghostwire Tokyo is a next-gen action-adventure game that will see timed exclusivity on PlayStation 5. Uh, Roots, when I saw this trailer, and apparently this really isn't something new, that this is something that's been in development for a while, uh, but it's new to me, and not only does this game look awesome but it looks like a vr game doesn't it and i was watching the trailer and i don't see how it's not like and it looks a little bit like infamous this is when i was telling you about the way that they're doing all the moves it's all from a first person perspective and it just looks like it's vr to me and so why not make it vr i mean it could be an amazing virtual reality game as well and uh I don't, I don't know. And then I saw Bethesda attached to it, and I thought, oh, my God, if this was in VR, that'd be phenomenal, right? Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. And, uh, you know, th- this these games I'm getting ready to, to list off here, like Ghostwire Tokyo, you know, you, you've asked me many times, uh, are you going to do it, Weasel? Are you going to play some flat games uh, when you get that PS5? And my question to you, Roots, is, how do I not play this? Look at this thing, man. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks phenomenally, uh, the, the graphics on it and just the weirdness of it. I like that world yeah. as well. Like you said, I, I think that this game in virtual reality would just look phenomenal. Yeah, it'd be one of the best for sure. Uh, and then there's other games like Returnal, which is a brand new third-person shooter from Housemark. Uh, Returnal was announced for PS5 during the reveal event. The reveal shows a middle-aged woman landing on an alien planet, fighting against demon-looking creatures and spiders. The, the narration at the start of the trailer said she was reliving her first moments on the planet over and over. Mm. But every time you die, the, the planet appears to change. Uh, which also further impacts the character's psyche as well as the enemies that uh, she encounters on the world. Uh, Roots, first time I saw this, I thought Farpoint. Mm, so I thought but, too. Yeah. But the, the concept of the game 
reliving the same thing over and over and it gets worse as you go. Uh, that's a completely, completely unique concept. And uh, it sounds like something that would be a hell of a good time in VR. A procedurally generated planet every time you die and like persistence. That's crazy, right? That's just going to be insane. Yeah. And uh, what an amazing game for VR if it uh, if it were to release for virtual reality. Yeah, man, it's another one of those, just like the last one. I don't know how I don't play this game. It looks so good. And, uh, and you know, this is just, I'm, I haven't listed very many here. Uh, there, there's 10 more titles that I could say the same thing about from that reveal event that I didn't put on this thing here. Uh, just total excitement uh, for me watching that Sony event. Yeah, I didn't say I, I should have watched it. I just was uh, was letting you watch it. <laughs> dude, dude, you got to watch it. You got to put on headphones. That's what I heard. That's what people keep telling me, it. dude. You have to wear your headphones. And I said, I don't want to wear my headphones. Dude, could you tell a difference? And could you sit there and oh, yeah. honestly say, okay, that's Tempest? Oh, no, I, I would not say that. I wouldn't say that this is... Uh, uh, that this is the full of on effect that you're going to get from running the Tempest engine, you know, directly. But uh, they put an emphasis on 3D audio, and it really added a lot to the uh, to the trailers. No. Some more than others, but uh, you can see that they're focusing on immersive gaming. Uh, I mean, there's a reason, right, that they told people to wear headphones. Right, and you have to wear headphones in VR, so. I think that's where it's all headed. It's all headed to virtual reality eventually. Probably sooner well, than later. It's certainly headed, in, at least in the case of Sony, they are focusing on building immersion. And they're not only doing that through graphics, but through haptics and sound, through virtual reality, and through all of the technology that's available to them. Yep, agreed. Uh, we also saw the trailer for Horizon forbidden west which is the sequel to horizon zero dawn uh you know beautiful as expected uh but last week we speculated that we might hear an announcement that the original horizon zero dawn would be coming to playstation vr uh the speculation was based upon some very strong hinting from industry insider callum hurley uh, but I'd like to point out the fact that Mr. Hurley never explicitly specified that it would be the first Horizon game. Mm. It is possible that he was referring to PSVR support for the next Horizon game, which again was revealed at this event. Uh, Roots, uh, we always speculated that it was the first Horizon game because it, that was the only one that we knew that PS4 would run in VR possibly. But if we're talking about PS5, PS5 is going to be able to run any of these games in VR, right? Yeah. Imagine this game in virtual reality. I don't know. Either game, I guess, really. But this looks amazing, right? Like, is that a rat? I don't know what the hell yeah. that creature is, man. That's... Uh, I think it's a fox or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This just looks amazing. I'd love to be in that world. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's exciting, man. Like maybe both of them will be in VR. Like I said, we're right on the edge of of them saying, you know, why not? Let's just start putting them all out in VR, at least all the ones that people want to see. And uh, this looks amazing. I think that people are, are losing sight of that fact. Uh, 
if you believe that Sony is fully behind PlayStation VR, people are forgetting what that means from a game's perspective. That means that now that PS5 is allowing them to put anything that they want in the VR, we're going to start getting stuff like this in VR. If they're serious about supporting PSVR, we're going to start seeing big-name exclusives in VR because, again, uh, they're able to do that now. Yeah, yeah, and then PC will have to, to keep up. We'll have to start putting in the, the amazing games, you know, start bringing some of those games over. So, I don't yeah, know, yeah, exciting man. time. It's, it is an exciting time to be a video gamer. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a VR gamer. And uh, the news uh, didn't stop with those two reveal events, Roots, because uh, even before the Sony event, I think it was a day or two before, we began to see leaks about Electronic Arts' new upcoming Star Wars game, Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, And since last week, the company has now released the first details surrounding this game. Uh, So uh, these details include an action-packed trailer, two now, two trailers, and confirmation that virtual reality is going to be supported. Uh, This is going to be developed by EA's Motive Studios and will be purely Starfighter-based combat. Uh, And it's going to lean heavily towards team dogfighting, offering five versus five intense battles. You'll be able to pilot ships of the New Republic and Imperial fleets. So here we have Roots, an attempt at multiplayer versus multiplayer in VR. But uh, this this game has some things going for it that other VR multiplayer games don't have. Namely, this is a AAA title from EA, and it's coming to all platforms, not only in, in VR, but outside of VR, and it supports cross-play. So we're all going to be able to play together in flat, in VR, on console, on PC. It's all one lobby, and uh, I think that it has to be, right? Yeah, and it's, um, it has everything going for it to make, make it successful, right? It's got the the triple a title it's it's star wars it's from ea um and the biggest obstacle is now gone because you don't have everybody only buying in as a multiplayer from vr you have all the flat gamers coming in together everybody's gonna buy this it's star wars um i don't know if you ever played any of the rogue squadrons back in the day or i think that was what it was called um it was really cool i really enjoyed them and uh when I saw this, I it just this was one of the biggest, hugest things I've seen for VR in a long time because it's exactly what we said. Uh, we want a legit Star Wars game in VR, AAA. We don't want an experience, and finally now we got it, and it, it got um, it got Radio Runt out there to uh, to buy a Hotus already. This has only been announced for a day, and he's already gone out and bought a Hotus for this game specifically. And I think I'm going to be doing the same thing when it drops. <laughs> I will have a HOTUS for this VR, man. So Yeah, man. This game looks absolutely amazing. Um, you know, Star Wars Battlefront 1 had a X-Wing uh, mission on it that was fully playable on PlayStation VR. And much like the Astro Bot game uh, grew out of the, the Playroom VR 
this game is growing out of that because everyone said, this is awesome. Give me a whole game of this. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was just reading what uh, soft monkey was saying. He never understood why he, um, the demo was only on PlayStation VR and uh, he always wanted to check it out. Now he's going to get to do it. I don't know, man, this is yeah. uh this is huge. And it's just another example of uh, big companies realizing that uh, we're now at the level of triple a and it doesn't, this is the smartest way to go about it. Bring a game out. That's both VR and flat. Then you're not limiting yourself only to the VR crowd. You can still sell millions of copies still make all the money but you're now creeping into virtual reality i think it's smart yeah and you know what else is smart roots is uh this game initially i thought that this was a multiplayer only game it's not dude there's a full story campaign included with this as well so for guys like me who don't want to be playing multiplayer all the time uh we get to get in that cockpit too and uh, go and fight for our freedom. I don't know. You might have a fun time doing just like in grip. You might have a fun time joining a, a, a team, you know, me, you, Skiva, and a couple other people just crush it, you know? And uh, oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it in the least. Being able to get out there with you guys, fly around, turn around and see my R2 unit behind me helping co pilot. Uh, dude, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fanboy. I'm absolutely going to love this. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, ships will be upgradable with new components like weapons, holes, engines, and shields to unlock. So uh, full-on progression that you would expect uh, coming from a AAA game, right? Yeah. Yeah, you want to have all those progressions, all those reasons, like I said, to, to pull you back in, to build up your ship, get you upgrades, whatever. So that's really cool. And I, I am yeah. also psyched for the story mode as well, you know? Yeah, see, uh, Sloth Monkey says I'm more excited for uh, even the single play. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way, man. That's that's my bag, dude. Uh, I, I very much am a story-driven gamer. Tell me a story, and if I can be in that story and it's inside a universe like Star Wars, uh, I'm down 100% of the time. Yeah, me too. VR multiplayer is viable when you can play with flat gamers. That's true, uh, but uh, Ubisoft was going to go that direction uh, with Space Junkies, and uh, I think they even gave up on it before they even released it. Yeah, you got to have a draw. There's got to be, you know, I don't think Flat Gamers wanted to play Space Junkies. You know, they 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 put it out there, and people tried it, and they didn't really like it. Uh, maybe it was something that was better in VR, but uh, but this is going to have the draw that everybody's going to want to play it. You know, there hasn't you know been what a, else? well, there hasn't been a game like this for Star Wars for for several years where you're you're you know flying and, and fighting in the air so. yeah i mean it, it really gives you hope that that one day we would get a full-on vr support for star wars battlefront right yeah and we will eventually i mean all those games as soon as they start you know why not just bring it in bring it into vr revamp it you know uh and and put it back out and let everybody experience in vr yeah uh the single player story mode is said to be set after return of the jedi covering a key campaign near the conclusion of the Galactic Civil War. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're touting new story, canon story, uh, and new locations never seen before across movies, games, anywhere. 
uh, so we're, we're, we're actually going to be able to witness with our own eyes uh, planets and systems uh, that have never been seen before in the Star Wars universe. Nice. That's awesome. It is very awesome. Uh, uh, we've been going for exactly two hours now, Roots. What time is it? Uh, is it quote time? It is quote time. Uh, I didn't know. I and, <laughs> and I quote, we created this game for every Star Wars fan who has ever dreamt about soaring across the galaxy in their favorite Starfighter, said Motive Studios creative director Ian Frazier in a statement. We've been able to create a high-fidelity Starfighter experience with an authentic storyline that invites Star Wars fans to explore never-before-seen corners of the galaxy in their own ship. Uh, Roots, could he have said anything better there than what he just said? No, it's amazing. I mean, I think the only thing that he could have said is like, uh, it's free for everyone, right? Yeah, it's free. And we also have a, a story mode where you're going to get to get out of the ship and run around and, and do everything <laughs> else too. Right. Yeah. That's coming. You know, the, uh, uh, there's one thing about the, the star Wars franchise is that, uh, these people are all about making money. And they will take advantage of any platform, whether it be movies, television, novels, comic books, flat games, mobile games, VR games. They don't give a shit, man. They're getting their money. Well, I'll tell you what. It's actually a good thing that the uh, the movie industry is struggling as, as it is. Because no one's really, they're not, I don't even know if they're making a Star Wars movie right now. So they can focus everything on the games and uh, put them all into virtual reality for us, right? Yeah, man, I'm all for it. And then how about PlayStation VR? Getting this and getting Vader Immortal right together. I mean, shit, man, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, this is this is going to bring people into virtual reality. Because experience was one thing and people loved it and love it. But uh, being able to actually fly these ships in a AAA game, um, especially if you, this is type your type of game, you know, it's like those, uh, the racer games, you know, like Alex is just a phenomenal, he's, that's his, his jam, right? There's people out here that flying these type of games is, is what they love and being able to be in that world is just going to be next level. So I think it's exciting. Yeah, man, I don't think I've used a HOTUS in, uh, yeah, probably 25 years since I used one, maybe 20. I'm excited that uh, I will for this and every other game like this, No Man's Sky and just other games you can use it for will benefit but this will get me to get the game the hodas i i guarantee it yeah well hodas ain't like a wheel right you can get a hodas for uh about the price of a a, a, a good game controller right yeah as far as i know yeah yeah you're 60 70 80 bucks you can get a high quality hodas uh but you know I, that should be the case with the wheel sets too or at least not that much more 100 bucks you should be able to get a good wheel set for a hundred bucks. You absolutely cannot. I just want one. <laughs> not that even close. I want one that's not all weird. That actually works. Just plug it in. Everything works. There's no setting up. There's no, there's some weird stuff going on with the wheels, Wes. And, uh, um, at least for me, I, I don't know how to set them all up as well. So sloth monkey says, did, uh, ILMX labs make the void version of the star Wars experience? Uh, yes, they did, and actually, the uh, the Vader Immortal was kind of based on that thing that they did for the Void. So, cool, absolutely. 
anyway, um, PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and uh, as well as PlayStation VR, PC VR headsets, all supported, and again, all cross-play, which if you're going to have a 5v5 multiplayer game in VR, uh, this is pretty much the only way to do it, unless you're, uh, you know, one of these unicorns like Firewall or yeah. like, you know, Pavlov and Onward. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons will launch for all supported platforms on the 2nd of October 2020. Available to pre-order now. Roots, it's only $40. Wow. And when is it coming out? They don't know. I noticed this trailer uh, says uh, February 20. So, no, no. it's That's uh, that's a, the, the ass-backwards date for it, Matt. It's actually uh, October 2nd. Oh, okay. So October. So they put they put the uh, they put the uh, the the month and they switched the month and the day is the reason why it looked like February to you. Okay. Yeah, it's actually the second day of October, twenty twenty. So. Cool. Uh, not that long to wait, dude. Not that long to wait. No, it's really not. Uh, so yeah, you know, again, big things coming for PSVR. Uh, pistol whip coming to PlayStation VR, two different high quality star Wars experiences coming to PlayStation VR. We know they just got the walking dead saints and sinners. Iron man's coming. What in the world else could they do with PlayStation VR as it is right now roots to sell headsets? What else could they bring possibly? I'll tell you what, there's actually something that people have been screaming for, for a long time. And I never really understood why, you know, because I used to think, okay, maybe it's because it's an Xbox game, but then it's on PC. And it's like, why is this not virtual reality? And finally, they're finally answering the call, Wes. And I think it's about time. Yeah, man. And, you know, kind of a surprise here because we've been hearing about Minecraft for Quest over the last year. We've been hearing whispers about that. But if you think about it, big picture... It makes so much more sense to bring out Minecraft for PlayStation VR because, again, Sony's selling headsets to their group, right? To the people that have their console already. And unlike Oculus Quest, there are millions and millions of people already owning and playing Minecraft on the PlayStation 4. So if you tell those people who are already playing it and already loving it, that uh, they can step inside their world that they built, and all they have to do is buy this uh, fairly uh, affordable piece of hardware. I mean, who's not going to do it, Roots? Yeah, no, I um, this was ironically the very first game I ever tried in virtual reality, um, outside of the robot thing, and uh, I, I blew me away. You know, I, I mean, I'm not a huge minecraft person i'm not spending hours upon hours building stuff but being in that world and going in and checking out stuff and it was it's just really cool man i uh i think it's about time they brought it to playstation vr and a lot of people were upset for i mean for a long time i've seen people bitching in the reddits uh playstation vr like why can't we play this game and uh so yeah i'm glad that they finally listened and i guarantee it's gonna sell really well uh, I do. I mean, it already has, right? Uh, but yeah, it's going to sell even more. It'll it'll have me 
Uh, I'll probably buy it again. You know, I, I've bought uh, I've bought it. I think three times now. I've bought Minecraft across different devices. Uh, I'll buy it again for PlayStation Four if uh, if they add in this VR support. And that's that's an if. You know, it has not been announced for PlayStation VR yet. But uh, gaming publication MP First reports that an internal developer build of the PlayStation 4 game launched last week, update 2.03. The change logs obtained by MP First reportedly show that developers have been working on a PSVR support since at least April, and now internal developer notes list it as PSVR feature completed. Hmm. A separate update tracker shows that the 2.03 internal patch does indeed support PlayStation VR, although there's no indication when or if this internal build will push out to regular consumers. Roots, obviously, they're not building this thing for fun. They're, they're going to release it. Yeah. I got to imagine now that it's uh, in the hands of Sony Quality Assurance, right? Yeah, why would they not? Especially since it's so um, desired after. And like you said, why go to the trouble to do it to not release it? That makes no sense. Unless they found that they couldn't do it. But, I mean, I don't see how you couldn't do it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, there's already clones of Minecraft that you can buy for PlayStation VR. There's a game called Discovery, which I bought so that my kids could get the next best thing to play in Minecraft in VR. Uh, but, I mean, if this comes out, they're going to flip their lid, man. Well, and what's cool about Minecraft is it's a very multiplayer-oriented game as far as servers and like being able to do you, there's just so much you could do if you were able in vr and going into people's creations it's amazing man getting on those minecraft uh roller coasters and and just creating yourself i mean i actually went in there and created myself a nice little uh roller coaster went through caves and all sorts of stuff it was cool i enjoyed it yeah yeah i got to imagine uh it's probably one of the more versatile games in vr and will we'll be the same for PlayStation VR when and if it gets released. Um, so, I mean, so many big things happening for PlayStation VR. We continue to hear about this stuff, and it, it continues to support uh, what I said earlier. I think that Sony is planning uh, an event for PSVR to show us the future, not only on PS4, but on PS5 as well. Uh, hopefully some new hardware fingers crossed uh, I believe it roots I wholeheartedly believe it and I think by uh, probably by the end of August we're going to see something we'll get our own little state of play or something a little 20 to 30 minute deal uh, just showing us where they're going with uh, PlayStation VR yeah, not that long to wait no not that long to wait at all uh, Sloth Monkey says roots uh, I was also not a big fan, but played a little bit of Minecraft before playing Vibecraft. Then I was hooked for a, quite a while. Amazing. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Ray Delator says Minecraft is going to get a younger generation hooked on VR. That absolutely could be the case. I think the kids want VR already. Honestly, uh, I mean, you could see it in Rec Room and some of these other places. Um, rich kids have it and they love it, right? Yeah, especially something like this, man. Like, especially if you're really into it and it, 
if you can do like the adventure modes or like they've got the hunger games and they've just got a lot of different cool things that's on top of being able to build your own stuff they've got other people's worlds and uh so that's really cool as well oh dude could you imagine if this comes out on playstation vr the effect it's going to have on the rec room lobby we might be able to take rec room back roots yeah let's do it actually i've <laughs> kind of been itching to play rec room lately and get in there and finish those quests we started because yeah. we made it far and a lot of we beat one of them i think and made it deep into uh, one or two others yeah we should do it we should do it for the um for the patreon that we were talking about boom there you go i'm i'm down 100 uh it's calling my name roots i think it's time i think so too anyway uh minecraft for psvr uh all but confirmed so keep an eye out for this one i got to imagine uh this is going to be one of their crown jewels, right? When they have their little state of play thing or whatever for PSVR. Uh, this has got to be one of the heavy hitters, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of the things that freaks everybody out, right? Yep. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about something different. Let's, let's get off of PSVR for a little while. We've been going for like an hour or something on PSVR. Let's talk about Boneworks Roots. Boneworks update 1.5 is called Zombie Warehouse. And even though my my notes say that it's due out this week, I'm pretty sure this thing came out yesterday, Roots. And as the name suggests, it features zombified enemies and will add a board gun to the game's growing list of weaponry and tools. Um, Roots, did you, uh, did you watch the trailer for the zombie warehouse and if so what did you think about it i did try i did watch it. i thought it was pretty cool the zombies don't look any different than they normally do though right i mean they just look like the guys that walk up to you and um i do think that the, the whole premise behind it is cool and uh um i don't know it's pretty cool it's cool that they're still adding stuff to the game so. yeah man and normally i don't like these like sandbox wave style uh levels or games even uh but i like i kind of liked it in boneworks i tried it out with the last update i finally went down and tried out some of the sandbox and these are big maps i mean they're not insignificant they're big maps that you can move through and complete freedom in what is probably the most physics dominated space in vr period boneworks uh it's a lot of fun yeah no, I need to go back into it. I still haven't beaten this game. So I think it'd be pretty cool. Now, can you, there's no multiplayer for this, is there? That would be really cool. I, I don't know, having all these these guys coming at you um, with somebody else. Yeah, that would be awesome. I got to imagine that that would be infinitely difficult. Uh, the way this game is physics-based, uh, to have two sources of uh, movement and change happening in a physics-based world I got to imagine would be very, very CPU demanding. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, the board gun lets you shoot at two points on the map, and then it connects a wooden board between those two points. You can also, though, take the gun on the offensive and use it to phase solid matter straight into the middle of enemies. Um, so, yeah, you use this board gun basically to board up windows routes, because it's a zombie horde, right? You need to do that. But uh, if you want to get offensive with it, you can. Uh, much like uh, everything else in Boneworks, 
you can really get creative with what uh with with the way you fight yeah looks really cool crazy uh looks like premature has joined the chat what's up buddy thanks for uh thanks for coming um the update is also said to add some general gameplay improvements uh this has been the case every time they've updated the game roots uh the physics get better the gameplay gets a little bit better and uh i like the game a lot more now than even i did when it launched and it was great then yeah no it's a definitely a solid title it's one of those games i would say that if you ha don't own it you should own it it's definitely a uh, must own and that that date is today june 18th that is today yes sir so, that's what i was about to say yeah so it is uh, out. so yeah active right now in boneworks we have a whole new mode uh you guys might want to check it out i certainly am going to check it out i think i need to get back in like you said roots on the uh on the on the story mode because i was getting fairly deep into it I, i'm thinking that I, there's not a lot of it left uh, so i need to go ahead and polish it off yeah that's how i feel i want to get put it put it away skiva says one of the best games ever uh, I got to agree with that, man. I mean, for all its faults, I mean, it's an odd thing, right? Because I've never had a game that I regard so highly that at the same time, I'm so critical of. There's so much about this game that I can criticize. But in spite of all that, it's still one of the very best in VR. Yeah, I agree. I wish they'd let us mess with our own physics preferences. Well, God, if they would just turn down the, the gravity just a little bit, Sloth Monkey, just a little bit, it would be so much more comfortable. And or, so, yeah, I, I agree. Or get rid of your arms. Just have your hands, like in uh, <laughs> Half-Life Alex. Yeah, yeah, that, that could help as well. Or, you know, uh, have a virtual doorstop or, or something to keep you from pulling filing cabinets over on top of you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap up our news routes. Some two hours and 15 minutes into the show, we're finally getting around to reminders. And uh, as always, we want to remind you all to join us as we do our part to support the developers by wishlisting some of these completely awesome games. And Roots, man, uh, I don't think we've ever had an episode so jam-packed full of awesome games as we have today no nah, there's so many dude and we didn't even talk about all of them some of them will be covered on sunday so yeah man i got to imagine that sunday show is going to be i'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter but it's going to be difficult right yeah yep for sure all right so let's all go together you're all at your computers you all know what to do go into steam and uh or oculus or the quest store or the sony psn store and uh, let's, let's wish list some of this stuff. And Roots, you know, it, it's pretty clear what I'm going to first, right? What, do, what are you going to? Let me ask you that. What are you going after first? Uh, probably, I guess, just the ones in the earlier. Like, I, I don't have, Ra I don't think I've got Wrath, the Oblivion. Uh, no, they just, they just announced that. I wouldn't imagine that so they might either of us have would it. have that one. Yeah. Let's see, I gotta sign in. I'm I'm signed in the wife's account here, so I need to get back in mine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rate the Oblivion, uh, a no-brainer. I would also say that the uh, 
Star Wars game as well. Is, oh, yeah. Uh, Most definitely. It's a no-brainer. Yep. Absolutely. So let's see here. I'm trying to remember which password I used for... Yeah, I'm not seeing the, the Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I mean, uh, the other one, I'm sure Star Wars Rogue Squadron is on here, right? Oh, it's got to be on there. They said... Uh, he said it was available for pre-orders, so let's see here. Star Wars. Yep. There it is. Star Wars Squadrons. Boom. Right there it is. Uh, yeah, October 2nd. And added to my wish list officially as of right now. Cool. Uh, let's go uh, check out, see if they have the page set up for Wraith. I don't see it. Uh, we need to make sure we use the whole. So did you pre did you pre-order Star Wars? No, no, I didn't pre-order it. Not yet. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but I will. Uh, is isn't there isn't it going to be available uh, on like a subscription service, kind of like PlayStation Now, only through uh, EA? I have no idea. Probably I, that's what Alex was saying. I think he said right. He was going to play it that way. So yeah, you guys let let us know in the. Uh, in the comments is uh does the ea access really cover every game that they release uh because if it does that might be the way to go i don't know what the pricing is like on the uh, ea access but uh i mean the, that might be the way to go at least uh, to try it out before you drop the 40 you yeah. know, if it's cheap enough you might want to go that that direction right yeah for sure yeah so we don't have a steam page yet for Wraith the Oblivion, but you know what we do have a Steam page for Roots? Hmm. Trial by Ting. Oh, cool. And I'm going to go and wishlist that because I thought that game looks funny and fun. And it looks very beautiful from a graphical perspective as well. Absolutely. Oh, it's already on my wishlist, so I guess I can't do that, huh? Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, there's, there's tons of it. More every day. Uh, so anyway, you guys will be sure to let us know in the comments down below. What did you wish list uh, out of all this cool stuff that we've talked about here today? Uh, or, I mean, it could be anything else, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Derail Gaming says Origin Premiere does. So, okay. There we go. So, yeah. So, I guess uh, there are ways around dropping that 40, huh? All right, uh, EA Access coming to Steam in the fall, D-Rail says. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right, so that brings us to our second reminder and one of my favorite parts of the show. Every week, week in, week out, free stuff and killer deals. And this is a particularly good week for the free stuff and killer deals routes because it also happens to be the Steam Summer Game Festival this week. And... The Steam Summer Game Festival includes free playable demos to a metric shit ton of upcoming VR games, including Renlo, Blunt Force, Now the Lost Eye, Mini Motor Racing X, Traffic Jams, Paper Beast, and many, many more. Roots, did you get in on the, uh, the free demo fest that uh, steam is providing for us right now i did actually well I, I haven't played any yet but i downloaded a couple of games um was it now or nauu and 
Um, I saw some other things on there. I want, I didn't even think about Paper Beast, you know, and so I need to check out Paper Beast. And uh, so I need to try some of these. I mean, it's free, right? Yeah, Paper Beast was an odd one, man, because, uh, you know, I, I expected it to be there. I knew it was going to be there, but they didn't really list it in the VR section. Like if you go to the, the game festival and you click on VR and there's a whole big list of like 20 or 30 demos that you can download. The paper beast demo was not listed on it. I had to like search for paper beast to find that demo. Mm. Uh, so I found that to be a little bit odd. Yeah. Well, you have to let me know. Cause I want to try it. Uh, I want to check it out. And this one here, the lost eye looks pretty cool as well. Yeah. I downloaded and installed that one as well. Uh, this is a game we've talked about a couple of times on uh on virtual strangers when they announced it a few months back uh looks good i mean it looks intriguing it looks uh like it has good uh production value and uh it looks story driven and it looks uh you know i look forward to trying out the demo i really wouldn't have expected them to have a playable demo so fast but uh apparently this thing must have been in uh, must have been in development for a lot longer than i thought yeah well, you know, I like free, so and getting to try all these different games um, makes a very different uh, um, aspect. How cool is it that you know I saw Cass and Sherry, and this this is a PlayStation VR commercial. Uh, talk about making it big, right? That's pretty cool. I thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Um, yeah, man, that they're, they're they're popular, man. I mean, it pays, it pays. No, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Piss some people off with my. <laughs> no, you, you guys know what I'm going to say. Yeah, so. but but it's. I just think it's really cool to to see anybody make it and uh um that's been around from the beginning and uh. Yeah, and their and their their uh content is truly top notch. I mean, uh, a lot of the stuff uh, that in my technical setup here uh, was put together following tutorials from their channel. Uh, so yeah, a, a great channel and, uh, uh, highly recommend it and good to see them. Like you said, uh, getting this kind of recognition to be in this advertisement. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is what we're looking at here. This is traffic jams. It's an upcoming, uh, VR game, um, being published by vertigo games actually, which I found a little bit surprising. Uh, but it looks like there's uh, mobile crossplay on it. And uh, not my cup of tea, Roots, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. Yeah, looks like it could be fun. Uh, I know Gamertag was streaming it earlier, too, so. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, if this is something that's, um, that, that, that's down your alley, <laughs> no pun intended, hmm. um, you might want to check it out. Uh, you know, what really surprised me, Roots, was I thought that Blunt Force was dead. You know, uh, they announced Blunt Force forever ago and uh and then silence nothing ever came out came from that again uh but now out of nowhere not even on the upload showcase but on the steam thing there's a playable demo for blunt force what the hell is going on here i don't know but i downloaded it and i'll check it out now people were saying it's good some people are crapping all over it so it'll be interesting to see if it's good or not now um that was you said you thought it was dead right yeah, man, I thought this development had ceased on this game. It had been so long since we had gotten any news at all for it. Uh, I just thought it was gone, you know, and apparently I, I, that couldn't be further from the truth, and I'm, I'm glad of it because 
uh, I mean, graphically stunning, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, Renlo. Renlo, we talked about on uh, this past Monday show. The very same demo that we talked about on Monday, available to you to play today. And uh, the uh, early access version of Renlo drops next week. So uh, it's a good time to figure out whether or not you want to drop the money on that one, huh? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to the uh, the next levels. So. Yeah, so Steam absolutely chock full of uh, some free stuff. But that's not all. There's a few killer deals as well that I noticed. Uh, you can pick up Blind for $6. You know, I've always been curious about this game, Run of My Dan. Uh, it has great reviews. Uh, and it's everywhere, Roots. It looks very high quality. It's on sale for three bucks right now. Three dollars. What's it called? And the uh, run of my Dan. M A M Y D A N. And uh, you know, it's a game I've had my eye on for a long time, but I've never played it. So uh, you guys, let me know if you've ever played Run of My Dan. Is it worth the three dollars they're asking for it? That's not a lot of money. Yeah, you should pick it up. Uh, Guns and Stories Bulletproof, five bucks. And so is the Gates of Nowhere Roots. Two solid games there. Uh, Guns and Stories Bulletproof, Gates of Nowhere, five dollars. I mean, come on, bro. I just played through this game, the uh, Guns uh, and Stories, and I thought it was really good. It was a good shooter game. And uh, um, I'm not even, I mean, I, I guess there's extra stuff I could do, but definitely worth five bucks as well as Gates of Nowhere. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's fun to be inside of a, uh, a high-quality arcade game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, I like games. Sometimes sometimes I like a wave shooter, bro. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's a bunch of them for a reason. Uh, it's because it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that that's Steam. Uh, of course, your weekly reminder that PlayStation Plus games for June are Call of Duty World War II, Star Wars Battlefront II, uh, yeah, I get it. Uh, they're not VR games, but they are free. And uh, and you guys know very well that just because a, a PlayStation game isn't VR today, that doesn't necessarily mean that it won't be a PSVR game tomorrow. So uh, what's the harm in picking it up? Yeah, you might as well. Uh, 100%. Uh, Epic Game Store. You know, at the time we did these notes, it was Ark Survival of Arv evolved in the uh samurai showdown neo geo collection but no longer because it just switched over routes to uh pathway so pathway is available now through june 25th for free on the epic game store nice derail says run of my dan is a great game for three bucks yeah man i thought it looked cool and the uh the uh the reviews all say the same thing they all say it's great so hybrid energy in the house. What's up, Roots? What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Thanks for uh, thanks for coming. Oh, looks like skeeva has got a jet. Well, you're, you're not missing much, buddy. We're about to wrap it up here ourselves. Uh, just one more thing I wanted to mention before we go. One more last killer deal. Uh, last week, Contractors was $10 on Steam. I found it odd that it was not on sale on the Oculus Store. Well, this week contractors is ten dollars on the oculus store uh we've been having a load of fun in this game 
Uh, it continues to get upgraded and, and patched uh, every few days, and it's already awesome. So uh, cannot recommend it enough for $10. Get it while it's hot. Absolutely. Anyway, that's going to wrap up Free Stuff and Killer Deals and bring us to our last reminder of this and every week, and that is how you can help support our community and how you can help support our show. Of course, for those of you new to the channel who haven't done so already, please consider subscribing and clicking that notification bell. That is the easiest and best way that you can help grow our channel and thus grow our community. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, there's an invitation in our description to join the Discord. The Discord is the home of our community. That's where we interact with each other day in and day out. Uh, the show may end, but the conversation goes on, and it goes on on the Discord, right, Roots? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, always. Oh, main fan up late, buddy. Thanks for dropping by. And he's probably been lurking the whole time. <laughs> oh, Jarillo too. Where you guys been uh, been hanging out at, huh? <laughs> been getting back in from the bar, dude. It's almost midnight. That's right. All right. Uh, so yeah. So subscribe, join the Discord, um, Patreon. If you're a long time subscriber and you would like to do a little something more to help support us you can do so by supporting us on Patreon. And for as little as $3 per month, you can not only gain access, early access in most cases, to my show notes, which as you can see, sometimes go on for quite some time, uh, but also you gain access to exclusive content, including gameplays and uh, episodes of The Money Show which are normally a collection of outtakes uh, and conversations between Roots and myself. Uh, Slave Lace says he's also been lurking the whole time. Hey, that's all good, man. As uh, long as you guys are showing up and appreciating the content, that's all we ask for. So uh, I appreciate it, Mame fan, Jarillo, Slave Lace. Anybody else who may be lurking that hasn't said hi yet, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, D-Real D says, what tier on Patreon gives the topless mode? Well, uh, not the $3. Maybe, what, the $5 roots will go topless? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh. $5 to go topless, $10 to put it back on. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up, Roots. Uh, uh, an epic uh, show as predicted, right? Yeah, absolutely. Tons of games, for sure. Games and games and games and games, and it doesn't stop here, friends. Tune in on Sunday for Virtual Strangers 62 or 63, and it's going to pick up right where this one left off. We're going to talk some more about the upload games. We're going to talk some more about the inevitable news that's going to come out between now and then, and uh, we're going to talk some more about uh, this mod that we're getting ready to play. You guys be sure to go onto the Discord. Let us know which mod you want us to cover next week whether it be Alien Isolation, Grand Theft Auto V, or Skyrim, or anything else, uh, let us know what you want. And with that said, friends, we would like to thank you once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you Sunday, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy. <laughs>